I had to shake him on my last case, Big O don't play. Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of the Muskie Hugs Podcast. A very special episode tonight that we have. We have zero guests tonight, but we have all hunks on the line. So we're super excited to be here tonight because we have episode 50. So with that, we're going to see who we have on the line. I've already alluded to all of us, but first and <laughs> foremost, we have Mr. Donnie Swink. Good evening, boys. <laughs> Good evening. <laughs> we can't see you. Who's mysteriously <laughs> not in video right now. I know. So I figured I'd throw out a different uh, hello as well. Kind of throw, keep you guys completely on your toes here. Well, oh. I'm tr- Owen just told me I need to bring more energy because I'm dragging. So <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate you playing the game. <laughs> And we we also have on the line tonight our most northernest correspondent, Mr. Nick Fiesler. Good evening. Glad to be back. Like to be elusive. See that for you he's guys. bringing big Good. energy too. That's right. Good to have you, Nick. <laughs> hey, I want to hear. We want to talk. Maybe we'll talk a little hunting, a little bird hunting. See how you've been doing. A little blasting. Yeah. I've oh, been yeah. out a lot, but how many steel hoods so far? Uh, none. Uh, <laughs> have you done any deer hunting nick oh yeah i uh had a couple milling around the backyard today thought about shooting one but i decided now to not being a hunter i feel like i've seen more big bucks locally taken this year than normally is it See, am i wrong uh, no. hard to say not i mean like, not not from my perspective like, locally to you guys in pittsburgh <clears throat> Yeah, just well, I guess people in my kind of like my Instagram feed, like I guess yeah. in the musky world, you know, I, you know, I'm not, I don't follow like tons of hunters, but I follow a lot of guys that both hunt and fish, and so, yeah. you know, and, and yeah, I mean, it just seems like well, Dano got a big one, right? Dano got a a real nice one. That was uh, one of the best ones he shot. It was a ten. Was, was a that, nice deer, man. Was there still snow on the ground when he got that? <clears throat> no. No, I will tell you guys that was absolutely the biggest body deer I've ever seen in person. That's exciting. That's awesome. I don't know if you can tell. Oh, he was pumped, man! I loved every second of that one. It was so. So He he was out there. He was out there in the woods by himself, and he shot it. And he he called you, and you went out and helped him. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 what happened. That's That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, Yeah, it's cool. It's it's funny because I don't want to get into this too much, but that's the first deer that I've helped him recover. I've been on a. We've been on a Several few tracks. excursions, and that was the only one we've got back. So, it, uh, dude, uh, it was probably the best shot I've ever seen in my life, too. I mean, it's literally, awesome. he couldn't have put that arrow anywhere on that deer better. I mean, yeah. it was double long heart. Like, I mean, he hit everything. Wow. So, yeah, dude, it was, and it was a tight Lynch. shot, too. I was, I was really proud of him, but I was pumped. Is he, is he getting him out or? I think he's getting that one mounted. Yeah, that's that's exciting. But way to go, way to go, Dano. Yeah, yeah man, I was uh, I was pumped for him. But to your point, Owen, I've seen I've seen bigger bucks like on the turnpike and stuff. This is a, I, I've never seen so many giant deer this year as I have in the past, and I haven't I've haven't hunted for a few years. But man, it seems like that antler restriction is really doing its thing here. 
that's what i feel like there's always like a lot of nice bucks that are like in the the urban areas around you guys like they're mm-hmm. in they have nowhere protected to go. well they can just like snake through the little mm-hmm. you know cul-de-sacs and stuff and not be everything's getting all their old homes are getting developed here and housing plans are going up everywhere and they're losing territory they yeah, and it, it in, makes it know? harder to hunt them too yeah that's a big part of it i yeah. think there's enough houses that you can't do anything other than maybe archery. <laughs> right. You're in someone's yard. Yeah. So we also have on the phone tonight, though, before we go any further, <laughs> let me finish this. We have Mr. Tom Bonata. Hello. I have a million dollar pitch. Okay. I would say it. Okay. So you might know your wives and girlfriends might go to them. You know what Mary Kay parties are? Yeah. It's like for like mm-hmm. lotion it's and a, makeup. And it's, like what, it's an old school multi-level marketing. Exactly. Yeah. So Mary Kay parties, but like musky lures for guys. If this is the uh, what is that Isn't it? Shark like, Tank? Like it. I'll give you four dollars for that. For that. Percent <laughs> 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 of the shows company. up with a bunch of lures. We buy them. We get drunk. And, yeah. And so we all call them to pick us up from it. So what you're is this referring your to way is... of saying you're selling all your lures. The musky no, swap. I wanted to say I want to buy swap. more. Yeah. I just want an excuse to go to a party and buy some lures, pretty much. That's what Tom, the lure swap is. Because they go to the Mary Kay parties, they just drink a bunch of wine and buy, like, lotion. Let's go to, like, a musky lure party, drink a bunch of Natty Light and Icy Let me tell you, and... okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go way back. Even before I was in my life as a golfer, back when, when I was in law school, I played, like, a shitload of slow-pitch softball. And I used to like be on all these like that. This was back in the message board days. And there was this one like softball message board where everybody that was into slow pitch softball would do this secret Santa thing. And essentially there was one person who would like coordinate it. And there were like thousands of guys that would do this. And you would send in like your shirt size, your shoe size, your, what bat your preference was. Cocktail preference. Yeah. And, and (laughs) someone from uh, the other side of the country that you have no idea who it is would send you a package in the mail sometime during the week of Christmas. And like the minimum was $50. And, but some people would like, you know, most people, some people would do 50 bucks. No, but if someone fall out, well, no, but if, if you're like someone that makes lures and you send one of your DK musky lures or something like that to somebody, that's bigger than, you know what I mean? So there's all this stuff, that, you know, you can. So I actually thought about kind of bringing that up here. We're way too late. We're way too late in the game this year to do that. But if like we somehow did that for listeners, like if listeners wanted to send musky in all their information. Santa. Yeah, like a secret Santa, like including you know, their social security number, yeah, credit, credit, card, credit card, credit card info, yeah. uh, cash app, Zen, Zell, <laughs> yeah. Venmo, and uh, but see, I, I don't know, man. I I remember like like it was yesterday. A couple of the packages I got from that softball secret Santa, and like opening it up and being like, "Whoa, man! Some dude bought me cleats, and he bought me batting gloves, and he bought That's me awesome. a matching, you know, bat bag." And, you know, it's like, it sounds corny now, but, you know, eight, 20 years ago, 20 years ago, I love that shit. If anybody wants to be Tom's secret Santa, he just needs, uh, <laughs> just need one other Ber- person to produce Berkeley power worms. Is the only thing he uses for <laughs> he, he's a size schmedium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> and just so everybody knows, 
we also have on the phone tonight, Mr. <laughs> Owen Seaman and Bingo's Bucktails. Good evening, guys. Glad to be back. Oh, God. I feel like yeah. I, I did it. I got through it. <laughs> you, you got through it. You got no, through it. We kept throwing roadblocks down. So, episode 50. Episode 50. We 50 of these things, guys. Holy cow. That's, that's like 100 hours plus that's of us podcasting. And people are still listening. Like, people actually still tune in to listen each and every week. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. That's what's crazy to me. Bunch of five, five bums, man. That's all we are is five bums. It's great. I love it. Yeah. So I think what's the plan? We're going to talk about some of our favorite dumb things that happen. Some of the good things. Some yeah, of the just kind of like you know, the... just a recap, kind of, of of where we started and some of our favorite favorite. You know, maybe some of our favorite guests, some of our favorite yeah. episodes. I mean. You know, there's all kinds of things that we could possibly talk about. I mean, you've, there's Donnie sneaking back into the picture. Yeah, in the like, 50 episodes, like a creeper. Donnie still hasn't got a mic. We can start there. <laughs> so maybe by 100, uh, Donnie will get a mic. If we make it to 100, I'll buy a mic. Oh, <laughs> mic drop right there. There you go. Or you could put it in your musky secret Santa from someone. Maybe they'll send you There a you mic. go. That's an idea. Yeah. yeah, so let's just say if anyone's interested in Muskie Musky Hunk Secret Santa for 2023, <laughs> not for 2022, you know, just voice your opinion on the Muskie Hunks Instagram. And if you hate the idea, blame it on Tom. Yep. If you like the idea, it's all mine. Yep. And we'll 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 try and throw something together in the next 12 months and uh <laughs> probably be late to the game again. We'll, we'll, fig- we, yeah, we'll, we'll have to figure out some type of uh spreadsheet. <laughs> So, some type of spreadsheet. Nick, Nick, you're the spreadsheet guy. We can randomize that or something. Yeah. <laughs> We're, we've got enough scale to be able to figure it out. Yeah. Nick's yeah. definitely a good spreadsheet guy. Oh, yeah. A couple of IT just, guys. I said all kinds of stuff on EPA stuff. So I'm, oh, yeah. I'm like dialed in on pointlessness. Um, you're real good with those TPS reports, too. That's buddy. right. <laughs> Get those cover sheets. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, so who remembers? So who remembers the, the first episode? What was it? It Tom was did, Tom didn't show. It was the best one. I that's didn't. right. Yeah, I missed that's that. Right. One. Yeah. We, we titled it "The Hunks Awaken." Mm-hmm. Okay. And we really just shot the shit. Um, Everyone, I haven't listened. I haven't listened to it, but we we didn't have our first guest until. Let's see. It was episode five where we had our first guest, and that was probably was it Jeff? You know, that was that Jeff. Was... Yep. I thought it was three. Was it really episode five? Yeah, it was five. Just looking. Oh, wow. I'm looking back at lost the that bet. Podbean, and it looks like yeah. I just want to. I just want to paint the scene for everyone. First episode, we all showed up, kind of like those you know promotional photos of Vladimir Putin riding a bear shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, how each of us rolled up to the the Zoom meeting, you know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Except I didn't for Tom. That one. Yeah, yeah, Tom and, wasn't there. It was and, it was immaculate. And Tom Tom kept saying to us too, like, nobody wants me there. Yeah, <laughs> you guys remember no that? Hate, no one likes me. That was right. I don't, nobody <laughs> wants me to be part of this. I'm We've only lost wrong. a couple listeners. We've only lost a couple listeners because of Tom. I think we're doing couple, pretty well. Yeah. 
actually, Tom, if you wanted to, you could probably take a lot of credit because, you know, our stats have only gone up since you've joined us in episode two. That's true. Yeah, very yeah. true. Episode one was a stinker, and two is where those numbers hit yep. the face. Yeah, you really, you, you righted the ship. It went to double we really digits started in episode gaining two. ground after yep. that one. See, I think, I think what we all felt like after the fourth episode, though, was this was another way for us to just get away from essentially everyday life take an hour to two hours and just talk musky fishing. Yeah. You know, and I think, I think that's what we learned about this podcast thing that this is mostly for fun, yeah. right? Like this is mostly for us to get together and have fun and not even really worried about the end product out to people. You know, initially I think we've, we've kind of grown into worrying about that a little bit, but the fact is like, I think through the first four episodes, we grew a lot and we kind of came up with our own identity if that's fair. I'm looking, it's kind of funny. I remember we had, so Jeff was the first guest that we planned about talking bank yanking with him. Then we completely whiffed because I see episode five was Jeff Contreras bank yanking. And then episode six is bank yanking. Yeah. Cause we, yeah, we kind of talk. <laughs> yeah. We kind of got, got a little off topic a couple of times and you know, we didn't really hit bank yanking that first we time. Didn't we didn't even really... touch it. I don't no, think. Because, honestly, because Jeff was, <laughs> I think Jeff told Jeff, us about Jeff, his tactics. Yeah. Yeah. No, in my opinion, Jeff showed us like kind of what it's like to have a guest on. Yeah. And and like we were the, not ready. The, that that the guest is the star and mm. the guest is the person that, that is that runs the show. And they Jeff picked the topic. You know, yeah. yeah and, and Jeff kind of schooled us in a, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And I, was, I think so, that was just first podcast, too. Right. No, I feel no. like he'd been on. I feel like. He had been on a couple before. I don't know. Maybe not. We'll have to ask him that. I'm just curious about it. So that was like in his 12th appearance. Do you guys remember the way you felt after we talked to Jeff? Oh, yeah. We were all hyped up. No, we all felt like we needed to be better people. Oh, yeah. Exactly. (laughs) We were such pieces of shit. Jeff Jeff has (laughs) that effect on you. I'm telling (laughs) Jeff. That was only after a two-hour podcast. Imagine a nine-hour drive, just oh, you and him. God. Oh yeah, my gosh! I'm telling you, he he, he, uh, he has that effect on people. He's just he's a good guy, and like it just I don't know it radiates. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, a fair assessment thing. to say that he set the tone for us too, because I think mm-hmm. after that podcast, it changed it changed the game for us, not only from a guest standpoint, but. really focusing on like the more positive aspects of things. We've had a few little bumps in the road there, but you know, like uh, that one kind of set the tone for us. So I think, I mean, Jeff was kind of a huge part of that. And you know, that got us kind of kicked off on, we had some, we had some good guests after that too, because when we had Evan Shoss, we had Mark King, we had Luke Woley. Then we had the Baddock brothers. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like these were all, you know, I guess that kind of we we those were a lot of good episodes. That, that then we had Brad Cutmus from All Inclusive Angler. Man, Luke was kind of like our first. I would call him the big time guest because we knew. I mean, not that Mark wasn't a big deal, but we knew Mark. We knew Evan. You know, like we knew the like Donnie kind of knew Jeff, but like Luke, I think that was the first one I was kind of nervous for. I'll say. I would agree. And same with the same with the, the Baddock brothers, because yeah. we don't you know, we didn't know them at all. Mm-hmm. And, you and know, since they we've become like friends. And, right. But well, they could have thought we were the biggest jag offs in the world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we we could have bombed, you know, but it yeah. turns out we, you know, we've become buddies. So, you know, that that type of stuff has really, I guess, given a lot of uh, 
encouragement, you know, throughout this, you know, the, as we've gotten guests on, it's, it's provided in further encouragement to keep going. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still waiting for an in-person demonstration of the Baddock brothers to show the, the, uh, cost effectiveness of the, uh, Oh, what are they? Bar fighter. Yep. That's it. Yeah. You heard, you heard, uh, you heard Joe's feelings on that yeah. one. I remember he messaged <laughs> Oh yeah. He messaged me too. He was, <laughs> He's like, oh, there's a bar fighter fish. He sent me a headshot and said, you think Nick will buy a bar fighter now or something like that? Uh, I love it. And, you know, that's that's been so cool and to, to, to have people be engaged with this whole thing that we're doing here, you know, yeah. and have guests on that people actually care about and, you know, I don't want to say care about, but are interested in and that aren't kind of the standard run of the mill. Ryan, mm-hmm. before we before we started here, you brought up kind of that you know we've we've gotten guests on that have been a not your typical musky podcast guests, you know, like kind of we've kind of gone outside of the outside of the box at times, uh, and I think our listeners have have liked that. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. I think the other thing is like you guys are talking about the relationships we're. we're we're almost like creating with guys that we would normally probably not talk to, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it's also like the scenarios, like go back to that Luke Woolley episode. Like I, I taught, I started talking to Luke a little bit and I ended up at the restaurant and we had one of the best meals you'll ever have. And I got to see the, the bait cave and then that kind of, uh, you got to see it and, and it spawned from the podcast, you know? So I've run in, I've run into multiple people now that, that- that are like, oh yeah, I went down to Holy's and uh, whenever got dinner down, at, you know, while they were doing something in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh yeah, I talked to that guy on a podcast. So I was like, never been to the, never been to the restaurant. But well, <laughs> I'm mad. Really? The other day, I went down to the down there with Kayla, and we were walking around the Strip, and I never, I never ate above the market before. And when we had Luke on, I had never been to this place, and I'm kind of mad because it's a cool place too. You mean the fish like sandwiches the, up there? Yeah, where you can get your fish sandwich in like the lunch like counter line, and then you walk oh, upstairs yeah. to this. It's like a restaurant that hasn't been changed since the I don't know, 60s, 70s, maybe. I remember like, going cool. there when it's... I was a kid with my dad, man. Like the whole smell of walking into yeah. Holy's and then fish. you know, yep, a fish everywhere. You know, as a kid that loved to fish, not mm. only could you see all the fish laying on ice, hey. but they have the, they have the big tanks of hey. tilapia. They have tanks yeah. of you. I mean, you name Trap. it, man. Catfish. That whole um, story of like how the family business got started, just you know, started yeah. out selling fish and then went to and it's focusing on fish. It's is, cool because this yeah. upstairs restaurant it has pictures like an ode to all that. It kind of these have these old pictures that kind of tell a story of the you know the family and the brand. And I've, it's cool if anybody is ever down there and you've been to the grill and all the other places, get a fish sandwich and go upstairs and check that yeah, out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do they still do the plastic, the red plastic trays, Tom? Yeah, and the drink, the lemon drink. It's like the yep. old old fashioned lemonade. Oh. So if you haven't Great listened sugar. to listen to listen to that uh that episode episode what what is that that was episode ten with Luke Woolley, yeah. And uh, I was I, what amazed me about Luke was I kind of assumed that I don't know he like the restaurant was kind of like given to him because he came from yeah. the Woolley family. But to hear his story that he started it with a grill <laughs> outside of his uh, of his grandparents, you know, market. And that's how he got his start. Dude, that is the coolest. That, that's so, so freaking cool. 
So just to start off, I figured we could uh, get a little history of the brand. I mean, everybody knows the brand. And I was just curious, yeah. like, I would assume it wasn't you that started that off. I'd assume someone a little further down the line, because I don't think you're that old. No. So the, the business, Robert Woolley and Company, was started in 1912 by my great-grandfather in uh, McKee's Rocks. And originally, it was just a uh, like a general store with, like, butter, coffee, eggs, milk, that sort of stuff. And uh, it wasn't until the ninth, like in around the around the fifties, when uh, my grandfather got into the fish business. Just by chance, ended up buying a fifty-pound box of croakers, and they sold. He sold the box the first day, and eventually, you know, one case turned into two. And then, you know, years later, that's that's what we became most known for was you know for our seafood business. And uh, you know, we've had the market now. On Penn Avenue. Originally, it was downtown. The, the fish market, the first fish market was downtown in uh, Diamond Market. And then uh, the store on the Strip District opened up in, uh, I believe it was 1960. And that's where we, we are today. And uh, in 2012, I started the, uh, well, I started my business in 2009, just is grilling grilled uh, salmon in front of the market. That's why it's called the wild Alaskan grill. Originally oh. it, was, it was just grilled Alaskan salmon with rice <laughs> and vegetables. And, uh, I did really well with that for three years and eventually opened up the restaurant in 2012 and, uh, July will be 10 years that I've had the restaurant now. Wow. wow. So that's, that's really interesting. So you started like cooking outside, uh, outside of the Woolies shop just on the yeah. street. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was funny cause I was, I was guiding in Alaska and, uh, in the summertime and then in the, in the winter I would, I lived in Montana and would go back and forth. And, uh, in the recession in 2008, I was laid off from my construction job in Montana and ran out of money and, and ended up coming back to Pittsburgh. And my uncle mentioned that we had this grill in the basement, uh, and as soon as he mentioned the grill, I remembered when I was a little kid, this guy Cajun Richie would, would run the grill. He would do Cajun shrimp and, and sausage, and there was always a big line of people. And it, the light went off in my head. I said, why, you know, why don't you rent me the grill in front of the market, and I'll do grilled salmon lunches. And uh, just started off with that, sold over 100 lunches my first day, and just expanded, wow. you know, from there. Wow. What now, did that run back then? Do you remember how much a grilled salmon lunch <laughs> ran? It started off at five dollars. Wow! Yeah, and it, it was great. I mean, it was uh, I was the you know it was just a one man show. It, was, it could easily control my overhead. Uh, you know, rent. I think I rent was like fifty bucks a day. So I mean, it would only take me. You know, it was it was easy to cover my expenses. Yeah. And, you know, the business model was very simple. You know, I, and I loved it. It was fun. See so, that, Donnie? You could have Don Sr.'s Wild Pima Tuna and Grill if he just puts that Blackstone <laughs> to work a little oh, harder. Yeah, wild Pima Grill. Yep. I like that. I like that. Maybe I could even get the lunch. grill going on the boat. I can uh -huh. deliver some, some Drive food. Drive around the What? Oh, shit. What? Dude, Don we're Sr.'s talking Wild Pima Grill. I like that. Okay, wait a second. Food truck? <laughs> food boat? Yeah. Food boat? What's uh, I'm, like, huh? I'm liking my Shark Tank idea a little better than Tom's. I'll Way say better. that. <laughs> I, I can't disagree with that. You get a you get a pontoon platform. There's way more real estate inside of on a pontoon than there is a food it's, truck. You got to contract really Luffy. Contract contract mm -hmm. Luffy. Get him out there. 
cooking, grilling. Yeah. Ron Senior can can run the the mainland. Call yourself a sovereign citizen that you don't have to pay tax on the water. I like it. Can yeah. you imagine? I mean, have you seen Canadota Lake on July Fourth? Oh man, it's <laughs> you would insane. make a killing. If you just took that thing and went around every pontoon boat and sold Bud Lights and Icy Lights and yeah, two dollar like hot dogs, just like uh-huh. a floating hot dog cart. Yeah. Yes. Know, just nothing but penis shaped foods and beer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's how we roll, son. God, <laughs> that's the first time that's come up on this podcast since since we got the back to Canada Lake. The frog pond was always my like. Uh, it was always the cool experience. All the fish tanks and. That stuff for the, yeah, and you had the pictures of the uh what, what the 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 Canadota Lake Queen or the the princess yeah. of the lake. And I always loved that the cut in half boat for the bar. Oh, that's the best, the Chris Craft. Oh, it's amazing, yeah. So we went the the we <laughs> we went from the from the Luke Holy episode to the Baddock Brothers, which completely like. Again, these are like tone-setting podcast guests, right? Think about it. We go from our local guy like Luke Woolley, who yeah. you know we've we like a local guys, legend. Yeah, like for us guys, he's a legend. But for anyone outside of the local area, I'm I would assume they probably didn't know who Luke mm-hmm. was prior to to listening to the podcast. And hopefully they they got to check out some of the fish he's caught over the last you know seven ten years. But mm-hmm. but yeah, to go from that to guys from the midwest that are the, literally the young you know the, the future type of guys of the of this sport you know mm-hmm. as we've talked to a couple of those recently but to have those guys on was just a blast and again to, to as tom said the fact that you know we we keep in touch with them and you know they, oh, they yeah. comment they listen every time and dude it's awesome man that's that's yeah, what so it's all about i really enjoy the now that the mayhem's ten thousand cast is coming out like I think I think they're in a couple episodes, mm-hmm. and then Chase mm-hmm. that we talked to pretty recently, mm-hmm. and they're going to wrestle at the Musky Max. And, Real uh, quick, out of Jake and Joe, which one's the better fisherman? Ooh. Oh, wow. oh man! Cool. Yeah. I I can see Jake smiling right now, and I'm <laughs> going to do it. I'm going to say Joe. Oh, okay. we'll see what what they have to wow. say. Oh boy. <laughs> And they better text me and let me know what they think. I want to hear. Oh, they'll let you know how they feel. <laughs> oh, they will. Um, love those dudes to death. They're they're super fun to fish yeah, with. I think it's a lot better chance of it's a lot better chance that they're gonna hear this than uh, Brad Hoppy. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Thanks for great chance. No problem. Have me on uh, again. I'll do it. No problem. We'll have to oh, get yeah. you at a head to head debate with the Baddocks. Oh, I, could, oh. I, think, oh, I think that one should be like a Facebook Live though at a Muskie show. That way I can wrestle Jake. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll release the video with that one. We're gonna yeah. make this happen. So, yeah, Joe right. can be the referee, and then I'll just me and uh, Jake wrestle. Right, Act okay. like it's a formal interview, and then you just spear him off the stage. Like a yeah, WWE yeah. kind of. Yeah, I like we it. Could, we could do that. Make <laughs> it happen. We're gonna make this happen for sure. <laughs> Oh, perfect! Yeah. Forgot about that. So get your so, tickets. Yeah, too. I miss I miss that episode. But yeah, Chase is great <laughs> to talk to. But and he's uh, featured pretty prominently in the the ten thousand cast episodes. And 
Yeah, that we sounds got like something I might wait in line all night for there. The wrestling match. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, dude, there's no jello involved in this swing. Settle down, calm down. Mind, it's all right. Never mind. I'll come at regular time. I'm, I've done some bar wrestling in my, my time on the oh, water. Boy. I just undefeated. Want, oh my god, undefeated. We need to get you a belt. We're uh so I just want to point out too that the Baddock brothers <laughs> I wanna say hashtag Blackstone Nation. That's all I'm gonna say there. Oh wait, <laughs> are they Blackstone gang? Oh yeah, they're part of the Blackstone Nation. <laughs> well then we went from them to Brad, and Brad's another one. I, I stay I know I stay in contact. Oh, I, I, I constantly bit, listen. He... I I lo- I love looking at Brad's stuff, man. He just amazes me. He continues to catch fish on the, the baits that he's making. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, he continues to change the thing. You know, he's con- constantly tweaking things. So, yeah, that's the thing that I my takeaway from Brad is like, he just seems to be a phenomenal fisherman. Like everything yeah. he puts together, mm-hmm. he's like he's he fly, he fly yeah. fishes for grass carp and, yeah. big car- you know, mm-hmm. yeah, he does just about everything. Dude, the yeah. technical mind in, in addition, because if you guys think about some of this, like you get really creative people. Like the, the people that are super creative, they're really creative. They're good at that stuff. Sometimes they're not always like the opposite, like the opposite technical type person. You know what I mean? Like you can mm-hmm. draw or, you you know, like you, everybody uses different parts of their brain and, and really like is good at something, but he's like, he's got it all. Like he can do all that design work and he can go through and he's still like an amazing fisherman. Yep. Even after putting all that technology and design stuff together. What amazes me is how much time he seems to get to fish. Like he's yeah. always out on the water. I mean, he, he seems to, and he catches a lot of fish a year. So productive. I don't know. Yeah. He's, that was, he's just like a, a really you want to talk interesting, about interesting, yeah. interesting character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like interesting man in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could probably spend another two hours right now. Oh, yeah, like, for if we sure. had him on again. Uh, I would love that. I missed that episode. I wasn't in for Brad. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'll throw out that invitation myself. Brad, come on back. I'd love hey, to hear from you. If Brad's <laughs> listening, consider that invite. Can, let's call him right now. Let's go. Bring <laughs> <laughs> him on the line. I need to sit down. He's one I got to go to his shop and watch him work for a few hours. I feel like talking to him on Zoom doesn't do it justice. I want to see like his process. And I don't That's know. One, I definitely got that same feeling talking with Mike Nabaluski. Yeah, the Bullsey. Uh, water bowl. Yeah. Get it right, right Nick. Sorry. Jeez, Nick. Oh. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, the intricacy of his process. And it's like completely different from every other, you know, bait maker out there, it seems like. Mm. But he, you know, has it I feel like it's all proprietary, top to bottom. He's made all that stuff himself and fine-tuned it. That was one of my favorite moments. I had it in my notes was before that episode even started was Ryan just having a complete break, mental breakdown, just <laughs> falling apart. Couldn't even get the words out to introduce people. Oh, that was bad. That was a rough one. I don't know. Play it here. But... All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Musky Hunks podcast. I'm one of your five guests this evening. One of your five hosts this evening. Ryan Reed. We also have on the line tonight. We'll edit that out, Tom. It's fine. Nailed it. Yeah, Nailed maybe. it. We'll see. Mike's got me all nervous here. So we're. Uh, oh, Andy, so, Andy just dropped the spoiler. You're all no, flustered tonight. No I, no, I did not. No, I did not. So we have 
we are here on another episode of the musky hunks podcast and we have all five hunks on the line so we have our northern historian mr nick fiesler with us tonight good evening ryan glad to Hello. be here how's uh oh my god dude i'm blanking I'm, how's, how's Larissa feeling? That's what I'm going for. Like, how's Larissa doing, dude? Doing great. How's right. baby Fiesler? How's baby Fiesler doing? He's on mute now. Okay. Do we need to start this over? I feel like no, we need to start this over. Doing yeah, good. If you want to restart it, go for it. Well, I'm this is the. You're not supposed to intro. know that, Donnie. Well, I believe. So the first we also intro. have Donnie. The, we also the have man, Donnie the, myth, the legend. Good evening, gentlemen. We also have on the phone tonight, Mr. Owen Seaman and Big O's Bucktails. <laughs> and Ryan's crying. I know. Good evening, guys. This this has been pretty funny so far. <laughs> good evening, guys. It's, this has been uh, it's this is going to be a good one here. Um, good one. Um, Gar- Ryan's all flustered tonight because of our special guest. I don't know what's happening to me tonight. <laughs> I'm losing it. I can't handle it. But it is good to see you guys for another episode of our podcast. So I'm super excited about it. And uh, we're going to skip all of the formalities because I don't think I could make it through asking <laughs> Owen how his family's doing right now. That was the only one we had to like retake, yeah. wasn't it? I think yeah. Yeah. two or three tries. Yeah. Yeah. That was a rough one. I don't know why I got so nervous. I was like choking so on my excited. tongue. That ended up being like one of the fun. I mean, they're all fun. Don't well, get me wrong. But we had a blast that was, on that one. That was really interesting because Mike, how how Mike got even listened. He reached out to us, if I'm That's not mistaken. I was going yeah. to mention that was from, he was referencing the uh, that first episode. With the Jeff, Jeff episode. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's right. And then, and he was, he was referencing the positivity that Jeff and we were all talking about the kind of we wanted to that was what we wanted to focus on as a podcast. And that was the goal of ours. And yeah. And, and he he said something on Facebook, I guess, like, hey, you guys really need to check this out. Really positive, positive stuff. Um, and that's how Glenn ended mm-hmm. up finding out about us, too. So we'll get the Glenn because we had him on. We'll, we'll we're oh, yeah. not going to talk about Glenn right now, but we'll we'll talk about him in a little bit. But yeah, I mean, the way this whole thing has kind of fit together is, is I mean, what do they call that in the in the IT world? Organically, you know, I guess it's just everywhere, not in the IT world, right? I don't know that I've ever used the term organically in my well, in my line of work, but in in web in in web searches is that's like you the way what you, are you get... searching on your web browser, buddy? <laughs> Dude, when people try to when people try to sell me like. What, like okay, I, I think advertising. You're blurring, you're blurring the lines between IT and web development. Now. Oh, I'm sure, and that's uh, I don't have I don't have a. Does it have a computer involved? Like, <laughs> well, the thing the thing is, people, <laughs> it's all IT in my opinion. But just like everything else, when everybody says, "Oh, Ryan's in IT," he has an answer for this. It's not always what I do. Dude, I, you're talking. You're talking like to the wall, right yeah. person here. People call me about the dumbest law shit, and I'm like, I don't have a clue about your neighbor, your neighbor real estate issue. You know whether he has liability. Yeah, and like, HOA in Florida. If you, get a, if you get a DUI, call me. If you if you get accused of knocking off your wife, call me. You know, like 
I'm not going to say it's going to be cheap, but call me. Like, that's what I do. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. I have a question here for Owen. Okay. Yeah. Did you knock so, your wife off? Right? Yeah, I know. I was going to say. That's a weird segue <laughs> there, Ryan. No, she might. <laughs> Has she anyone might, heard from D today? He's like, oh, by the way. knock me off. Yeah. But what was it like the very following episode? Because I know, I know that this one meant a lot to you. Mm-hmm. Our next guest. The man crush. The man crush. Your poster above the Re- bed. Reagan Thompson, Lake Nipissing. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. You know, I, I told you guys, that, you know, from the outset, like I was kind of going to fanboy on that one because he's because I consider him such a good friend. And, uh, you know, and since then, you know, Nick has now spent more time with him. Donnie now has had a chance to meet him on top of, you know, the, the podcast and, you know, I, I, I hope to have him on again at some point, you know, in the, in the future, because I, I think he's just, he's one of those people that I will, I plan on fishing with him until I can't fish anymore. Like so whether, was, he's, he's a little younger than me. So he, I think he just turned 40 and well, we've had this conversation. Well, everyone's a little younger than me these days. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, Reagan and I have had this conversation like, when we're out on the boat, like we could be doing this for the next 30 years, you know, just one and it sucks that it's just once a year, but, and hopefully that that's going to, you know, I'll start doing more, but he's just a guy that I really in the musky world that when you, you come across certain people that you really click with and you really get along with, Hey man, I've, I found I found somebody that that I feel that way about. And I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a, I'm not afraid to say it, guys. <laughs> yep. Well, there's something to be said here because you know, again, it's it's no different than taking somebody new fishing with you on the boat, right? Like you want to share your love of the sport of fishing with somebody you take on the boat. To me, it's like no different when we're doing a podcast. We're trying to do this for fun. Like, get somebody that you really want to get on, somebody that's your friend, whatever you're close with like to me it's no different you're sharing that time with them to hang out otherwise how often are you talking to reagan you know mm-hmm. number one just not you know in person or through a video call or whatever maybe text messages but i don't know i think that's yeah i think that's kind of cool i mean i think it is he actually is somebody that i keep in touch with all year round which mm-hmm. is kind of strange for he's a guy that i rent a vacation you know like he's my musky guide and you know, I rent my, my cottage from him. So the fact that I keep in touch with him, probably sometimes on a weekly, sometimes on a bi-weekly basis, you know, I, that's the type of friend that you don't just make by accident. You know, that kind of happens you know, it, organically, like we've said, not in an IT sense, right? As they would say in the IT world. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Next time, next time we stick a monster <laughs> up there, we'll have to have a, an impromptu on the you know, water, I, uh, I or near up. the water. Well, next year, podcast. Next year, hopefully, all five of us are going to be up there yep. at least for a couple of days, and we can record an episode up mm-hmm. there. And, and you know, I don't Do care. They have if internet we, in Canada? <laughs> yes, Canada does have internet. Okay. Tom, we're good. Sweet, simple Tom. <laughs> I, I gotta say, oh, this, I have internet up there. I screwed up at the beginning because I had it written down. That I was going to start this podcast by saying, which one of you is the lawyer? <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> and then we got all freaking messed up at the beginning. That's all right. That's a, 
I mean, we could jump ahead right there. No, we'll get there. Out, we're going to get there. Yeah, I guess we, we can just, we can we wait, just we copy that, there. put that sound bite at the beginning. Yeah. Episode, <laughs> episode 14. Which <laughs> one of you is the one? We really just, we're going episode by episode. We're at 14. We can breeze through them. Bo Weddington. Okay. Bo Zuka. My guy. That, that was another huge yeah, deal for us. That was one of Tom's guys. And he was like a dude, he is a. Super just a cool. really solid, solid yeah. fisherman all around. Not just a musky, but not just a musky guy. Not just a bait builder. You know, he's a what? He was a, a fly fisherman. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's a guide down. I think like he guides fly fishing as much as he does musky, yeah. at least, right? If not more. Yeah, good dude, man. Still out of, out of the bunker for... hotel. Yeah. That was the yes. coolest thing about it. The yes. Greenbrier Hotel there. Absolutely, yep. that was the president's. That, out that was the president's bunker for yeah. until like the the nineties. Figured it out, right? Until it got exposed. <laughs> so I, after, go ahead, Tom. I'm just kind of. I'm trying to keep us moving. Here yeah, I'm, I'm scrolling through too, and I'm looking, and I'm saying these these next two. They're those are my. I think some of my favorite ones to do, like the pre-show and post-show kind of. I like those ones. Musky, yeah. Well, I mean, not yeah. I mean, you mean like the musky max stuff. Yeah, yeah, the max recap and like how we feel leading up to the show, all the excitement and the feelings. It's like Christmas Eve, and yeah, because we're gonna be getting there pretty soon. Yeah. You know, that's you know we're we're pretty much at the end of the end end of everyone's musky season, so it's gonna become bait building time over here and and getting ready for musky max. And you know what? I'm still not I'm not sure that I'm gonna be able to do uh, New York yet. I I that week that weekend is not looking real good for me. So I I, I still got to see whether I'm going to be able to do that. So at some point in these episodes, we also had a fan, <laughs> a phantom farter. <laughs> that was in my <laughs> notes. Yep. <laughs> Couple times. And what episode really was that in? Tom always blamed me. So. I know. And I, I'm, I'm not convinced. I'm not so sure that Tom, it isn't Tom. Like he's no, the partner it, trying to blame it on him. We've all heard that. him. I'm, we've you all know heard where him. mine comes from. Mine comes out the mouth. Mine's. <laughs> no, dude, I've been on the boat with you. That's and true. I've, yeah. I've experienced yeah, I, otherwise. That's I true. completely disagree with that. And mine aren't really phantoms, though. No, they're, they're well they're well known, but when you got five guys sitting around a Zoom call, no. just, <laughs> I just get like I just remember like Tom like, did you guys hear the phantom farting? We, we typically That's... like re-listen to these to like you know before we edit or after we edit, and it's like I just remember it's like an hour long talk of like no that was a chair. I'm like no it sounded wet. It was not a chair. like listen again at at, at 13 minutes and whatever. I'm like. Go back and listen. It's not a chair. Like th- this is a chair at eleven minutes, and th- like that's the chair. This is not the chair. This is that's what I mean. Uh, there this was got... like advanced audio analytics going on here. To it's got like really um, in depth. Tom's got the full. <laughs> looking at the Tom, yeah. Yeah. You guys ever watch that Ghost Adventures or CSI, like the... yeah. looking at the peak in my audio, like peaks match. See up. all those green yeah. lines on yeah. the screen. He's trying to figure out it's which one. Run it so back. Hard. What's that? Rewind, rewind. Zach rewind. Baggins guy with the with the exactly. Mary, yeah. Mary and I used to here? call him Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> so we went from the Phantom Fart directly into Camden Glade puking muskies. Oh yeah, who was a really legit guest? You know what I mean for like Way talk too about smart. 
Yeah, talk about someone plus. who actually knows what the heck he's talking about amongst a bunch of dunces. <laughs> yeah, dunces he, he did a great job staying on target with our idiotic question. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> we were just throwing all kinds of insane hypotheticals at right. us. It was, it was like, like well, going to a third grade well, classroom and getting no, that, like, bombarded with questions by the third graders. <laughs> he, like, at one point, he was like, Ryan, I hate to kill your dream here, or whatever he said about that. <laughs> muskies are not that smart (laughs) (laughs) but he was you know he was someone that i really wanted to have on because i've he just brings the the scientific aspect of things and being able to prove things you know that's that's, what i feel like muskie fishing is so hypothetical it's lacking it is missing in so so many ways all just you know tall tales and wives tales and mm-hmm. anecdotal yeah. you know evidence like, oh my, my uncle my cousin color you want as yeah. long as it's black in 1978 yeah. my uncle did this on conyot blah 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 <laughs> i uh just for the this record the musky that killed my dad <laughs> <laughs> somebody somebody reposted a video on facebook of camden puking a musky and it was like some random like Oh yeah, it got like a ton of views. Yeah, and I could, so I was looking like at people negativity. Were, yeah, like people. No, no. Well, there were some comments on there. That, no, I'm like sure. On the one something. that I saw, the people yeah. were like, "Oh my god!" Why if you don't you know do what's that? happening, it looks so barbaric and like horrible. But. Right. So I commented on it, and I was like, "Hey, this is like really critical research here that's going on." And like, I was like, somebody messaged, like replied to me, and they were like, "Oh." Like you wouldn't, like you would know, and I was like, "Well, actually, actually I would." And I sent a snip, snip of Nerd. my podcast, yeah. and I was like, "There you go." And and he and he's like, a guy replied to me. He's like, "Easy." The, the people that are complaining about this are probably anti-vaxxers. I was mm. like, They're probably like PETA people. Like, oh my god, he's what? <laughs> I just I just love when he posts pictures of like you know partially digested ducks and stuff. Oh, oh yeah, stuff. They're literally trash cans. They're just eating anything. And that's and the he stuff was... that we don't see, man. We don't get yeah. to see that stuff, you know? Like, when do you go, aside from, like, Beverly right. the Again, Beaver. anecdotal. Right. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, I caught one and it had a, you know, a possum in its mouth. Like, yeah. that's just, yeah. you know, anecdotal stuff. You know, but to actually see it regurgitated in a safe fashion and have that fish, you know, released and be able to study that stuff yeah i think that's just fascinating to me and i don't know how to possibly you know get anything like that in pennsylvania because i don't i don't think anything like that is being done in terms of studying forage habits of not only muscalunge because that wasn't just a muskie it was also everything walleye and pike pike largemouth bass yeah the most we get is some guy on like the fish PA or fish Erie group cuts open a walleye and he's like, look what this walleye was eating. Yeah. That's just, you know, I mean, we can't even get we can't <laughs> biologist reports that are like less than 10 years old on a lot of stuff. Swinky yeah. and Swinky and I, we're going to start a GoFundMe and we're going to we? do, we're going to do our own research. We're going to get out there and fish for like the last, like the first, we're just say six months next year. Okay. Holy fuck. I like where this is going so far. That's what I'm saying. We just got to do it. We just need to go. And then we're going to make the muskies puke or we're just going fishing. You got to go catch them first. Wait, wait, wait. The... You missed the important part. We've got to get it funded. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. That's the GoFundMe. 
Ryan, keep it moving. You were doing a good job at keeping I was us trying. moving. Next That's your one. job. That's next your one. job for the B- rest of the time. So we had BNN on the I next like one. that, man. That was I that was oh, yeah. Nick and Bob. I enjoyed that. And oh, yeah. I caught my first trolling fish on one of their baits, actually. You want to talk about man crush? I think Tom, you want to talk like I look up he's to got man, like a big Bob. He's got like a, a grandpa crush. I just on want big to make Bob. Bob happy, man. I want Bob he wants, to be proud he wants of me to out be, there. He wants to be Big Bob's grandson. Yep. We'll was, get the We'll get to Tom's man crush. We're not there. Oh, yet. No, we're yeah. not. We're not quite there yet. But that's one of my favorite moments. The next one was Nicholas Colangelo. Oh boy, talk about one I was nervous for, man. That's right. That another one of Tom's man, man crushes. Yeah. Actually, I forgot oh, yeah. about that one. I thought that was what. Yeah, I know what you're talking about now, Donnie. But yeah, that was. I was all excited to talk to Nick, and I remember that was the first night I got my new microphone, and I didn't know oh. how to use it. Remember? Because it didn't work. Because then I had to go back and I had to like re-record things because my mic just shit out because I, I didn't know how to use it. I was like talking into the top of it and I didn't have it plugged in right. And it's so a f- USB cable. How do yeah, you but, like, I, I was plugged in right? <laughs> it literally like, comes was, out of the box setup. Yeah, but I think I think one of the things is goofed up and I was talking <laughs> into the top of it and it wasn't working. I remember, Insert. I started asking Nick I started asking him questions and like you guys are like, wait, what, Tom? We can't hear you. And I'm like, no, like this is the worst night for this to happen. Someone I've so been waiting to out. talk to, yeah. So we'll have to get him back. I want to redo it, you know, with... I mean, that was still a killer episode, dude. Again, oh, yeah. for our local boys here in PA, like everybody knows Nicholas Colangelo. And a lot of people know Colangelo's Bakery, too. So that was really fun for us to kind of get into the weeds and talk musky fishing with him, like local legend status. Oh yeah, you guys, have to get him back. After that, dude, we we had the new we had Zach Baker and Steve Gold on for the New York Muskie Expo. That was great, right? Yeah, yeah that that was a good one. I think I missed that one. You might have missed that one. Did you? Yeah. I think that was the, like one of the first ones I missed, other than episode one. That hmm. was a fun, that was a fun one for us. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. saw uh, Zach and Katia are guiding next year. That I did see that. Saying. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that Zach got his captain's license or yeah. whatever the whatever the equivalent. Is. I think it, it is like, a captain's license. Sounded like maybe focus more on uh, Lake Ontario stuff. Yeah, but we need to see. Yeah, we'll see how that plays out. That's that should be really cool to see that. Yeah. Hopefully, I don't know if you guys are planning on going to New York, but hopefully, get a chance to talk to Zach at Muskie Max. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not planning on it. I got to get some more baits off him. That's one of those things, too, from this podcast. I'll be honest, I never ran a whole lot of bakers before talking to Zach in that podcast. Ended up ordering some from from him afterwards and caught a number of fish this year. Probably wouldn't happen. So, you know, it's just another avenue, another door this thing opened up. They are proven proven fish catchers, aren't they? Oh, Oh, yeah. They work. Like none of my choke baits even made it out. One, I think I ran like two of them, and all the ones I got this year. You've been severely restricted in fishing though this year, right? Mm-hmm. Baby will do that to you, father. Yes, it will. Yeah. Man, I never caught him anyway. Yeah, yeah. I hate yeah. to tell you, boys. You're, I, you're you're just on the, the up. You're just on the upswing right now, boys. <laughs> I'm definitely right. on a downswing. I don't know. <laughs> Which <laughs> we're talking about fishing. Is, is a, I think I still managed the uh, the longest fish of the hunks, didn't I? I know. Would Donnie get in? 
the Larry. Yeah, you had a four. Yeah, you had a forty-seven, right? Forty-eight, right? Forty-eight. Yeah, forty-eight. Mine wasn't quite there. It was over forty-seven, but it wasn't the forty-eight. You got me beat. No hunks belt. No hunks belts for me again this for year. My, for my four Maybe outings. next year. My man. pants are still falling down. You can't win any belts, man. I, you can't win the I hunks biggest fish save belt. my life. Can't win the Canandota hunks outing belt. I know. I'm always, <laughs> I'm always second best. Can't hey, Donnie, the-, the only thing I get is the COVID belt, buddy. <laughs> Not yet. Maybe. We're going to see. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. Donnie can't win the ready bait belt. <laughs> Yeah, well, we all knew that. There's some stiff competition there. Next episode, we had Vance Boomer K-Laws on. Oh, yeah. The Boomer, the man, you know, all day. Uh, Donnie got a nice fish with him this year. That's right. Oh, yeah. Well, D, he got, he got, he got senior. Uh, Don Sr. Uh, 50. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was awesome. Shout I, out again to Vance for that one. Dude, that that's, was a, uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that is as advertised. I think my favorite part of that podcast wasn't just having Vance on, but it was the speed round that we attempted to do. You guys remember the <laughs> yeah, one and done? The oh, aborted. Yeah. <laughs> Which was the, was the speed round when the laser loop? Yes. Yes. That's, that's when the Kennywood stuff came up. That Maybe whole time you guys were talking about that, I was like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> and I was, getting, I was getting so mad because I'm like, these guys really are acting like it's not a real thing. And I know it's a real freaking thing. I walked under the goddamn thing as a kid. Was that the one that was like, um, right when you walk right, in, right when yeah. you walk in, like across from the turnpike, right? Like the back entrance. That's why well, I, I kind of think of that as the back. Mm-hmm. Entrance. Uh, no. I, I think of the, the front entrance. Maybe I'm old. I'm older because the front when I'm when I was a kid, the front entrance was where the laser loop was. You guys probably don't even remember when the laser loop was, because you there was, awesome. whole, there was a whole front. There was a whole separate entrance before the entrance that is currently the entrance to Kennywood. I don't know about that. And when I when I you don't I don't you, remember yeah, you guys that. don't remember it was that. always underneath Kennywood the tunnel. Yeah, the tunnel nope. of love. Nope. Tunnel, yeah. There, there was an uh, up by the laser loop. Do you remember where the laser loop? Okay, there was. I a, just gotta a, say this: you're yeah. absolutely insane because nobody I've ever known in my entire life has come into Kennywood any other way than the way no. we're talking yeah. about. Through the tunnel, I think you're the tunnel. crazy here, Owen. Because I can even say I, I went to Kennywood last year with my my whole family, and my dad was talking about how much he loves walking through the tunnel and how much he's always mm-hmm. loved walking through that. Don Senior yeah. was getting the smoochies in the tunnel of love, probably. Back I mean, in the I, day. Yeah, I where, are you park, where are you parking? He might have been getting them last summer. I can't believe Owen had to walk in the regular entrance with us <laughs> swine. I, I, I swear to God, up there there was, was, like sneaking in know, the back way with incredible the laser <laughs> looping entrance that you know only. <laughs> Does the deal with these animal yens Big know? Rich probably had some kind of VIP stuff going on. Yeah, they were getting a special entrance. Making us feel like crap here. We wink, wink, I remember there being an entrance over by Noah's Ark. Dude, I know no, there was never an entrance over there. I'm the telling only way you, I remember get there. Is if you were like made a hard right at forty five mile an hour. Off the I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I through the fence. I'm telling you, I remember it. Tell you know, you. that's not, there is no, 
was not a second entrance, dude. That's crazy. I'm I'm probably wrong. Who knows? You like you probably like went in Never know. to work there or something. Yeah, the back way. That's who Owen. That's who Owen was getting some like, like, from. From Is that like there. polite for you to say? I, for like literally every one of my buddies from high school worked there. <laughs> What's that? The 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 back entrance. It was like where the lower class went in. <laughs> yeah, it might be. I don't know. They All my buddies work like there. Gingers. They, they sent the gingers to the back. Door. Yeah. It turned into a Kennywood conspiracy podcast really quick. He and I'm like, walked I under really just the tunnel beside the old mill, is what he walked under. There wasn't ever an extra entrance. The- there are photograph. There is photographic evidence which has been evidence. provided, which has been provided, which confirms. Owen was right. I, like, I Wait again, I you can't make fun of me for being the old guy and then deny me when the old guy remembers something. Some I love that he's like, Owen goes straight to like, oh, well, there was evidence. Which one are you or the lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> There's you realize evidence. for the rest of that podcast, I sat there like looking like oh, yeah. old photos of Kennywood to find the, to find the pictures. I need that photo. Uh, what's the word? Authenticized. Before oh, I, I sent it to everybody. I'll send See it out again. No, I saw the photo, but I need proof that it's real. All I could think the whole time was like, ah, these poor sons of guns didn't get to go to Cedar Point every summer. Now, Donnie, from Beaver, in down in Beaver, did you guys do Kennywood Day? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we, every year, school picnic. Yeah. There was no I, laser loop though. <laughs> entrance. Oh, so that's <laughs> entrance. was there. So was there was no like was there a laser loop when you went? I don't ever remember one. No. Okay. But I mean, so Ryan, do you remember a la- the laser loop, which is the most simple roller coaster in the world? I remember the laser. I, I remember it. I mean, it just went. I was young. But I remember it was there. Anybody That's played it. Roller Coaster Tycoon when they were kids? It was just, oh, yeah. Oh, it was yeah. Just a, when you just put the shuttle loop in. And uh-huh. Whoop. Yeah. Yep. But if I'm not mistaken, at the time when it was, and I don't want to say for sure, but it, I believe it was the only roller coaster that went completely Inverted. upside down, you know, that wasn't like a corkscrew. So you know, like, like it. 1945 when it was put in or something i don't know i'd have to go back and look but yeah it was it was put in quite a long time because it was taken out in like 1981 or something like that and i can't believe it i'm not old jeez oh man i i will say this and i'm just gonna say this this is a just a flat out you know i guess i just want to mention this so we we started this podcast. We all know that I think the first original Muskie podcast was Fat AZ. Todd Absolutely. Lance, I mean, they've been man. going, they're going back to like 2016 they, or 2015. Like years or something. It, it's, it's yeah. older than that. They are, way. they are the pioneers of Muskie podcasts. They were the first ones to do it. I feel like they're the most well-respected as far as podcasts go. They're great anglers. Some of the best guides in the country. Andy's probably one of the most brilliant people you're going to meet when it comes to, you know, just mechanical stuff, engine stuff, the rod holder stuff. You know, I just I think it's important to just kind of say like a lot of the podcasts that stemmed in the musky world, they started it all. And I think that's what made that episode special, at least for me, you know, knowing Vance, fishing with Vance, 
talking to Vance, you know, that was just a big deal. That was something special that we were able to do to have him on. So, yeah, I mean, just dating back, like when they started their podcast, I mean, that's early on and even be, before, before podcasts really became podcasts. podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were absolutely ahead of, ahead of the curve and they check all the boxes in terms of they got kind of like the wily veteran that's done everything in in todd they got the champion yeah they got the 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 young you know kind of up and coming guy up and coming guy but i mean he's now he's much more established vance and then you got andy who's kind of like the technical the brains brains behind the operation and you know listen i I really like this i listen i like listening more to their podcast in terms of the bait making uh stuff than necessarily the guiding stuff because you know i just that's just kind of what more what interests me you know but it's it's really interesting to hear them about us because they they're pretty open about how they prepare for things like musky max and how they how many orders they have to get out to jeff at tro and and you know these other retailers so i like knowing kind of uh, you know how they're scheduling things and what they're working on so i you know they're they're just a really just a, a solid, and I don't, I don't really know any of them. I don't know Todd. I know Vance just from, from you know this podcast. Yeah, so so uh, some of those older, some of their older episodes are some are by far my favorite podcast to listen to. Musky King, the trials and tribulations of uh, Vance's one old boat. And, uh, but oh, that that was more or less a tribute to them as the you know first musky podcast the pioneers of that but after we had vance to try to keep this moving because we're almost halfway through good job right so we had our first fishtail friday that was our first fishtail friday another one of my ideas that yeah one and done one hit wonder we gotta (laughs) we gotta re-implement fishtail friday yeah because we even did a nice little video with it that was a cool one this isn't a great time to re-implement it as yeah nobody's fishing how many tales to be told i'm gonna i might be i'm not fishing this weekend not till i feel better but i'm gonna fish i'm gonna fish in december nobody wants to hear about trout you're you're no trout tail tuesdays trout with some hooks now we're talking we're gonna say musky saturdays that's what's gonna happen because that's all i have but after the Fishtail Fridays, boys, we had melting down with Mike <laughs> Nabolsi. So we're gonna go back to the Water Wolf on this one. Where you had that was really cool down. because because Mike Mike heard our podcast with Jeff, and I forget exactly how we how he even ended up getting in touch with us, or whether it was Jeff that said, "Hey, Mike had heard the podcast," and I think you he know, posted something online. Yes, Facebook. that's right. That's right. He shared he shared the yeah. episode on Facebook. That's yeah. right. And I don't know. Did one of us reach out to him or might have been you, know. Owen? Because you know, mm-hmm. keeping in mind that that episode was also special for you because wasn't that your biggest musky? Oh yeah, my fifty four yeah. with Reagan was was caught on a on a, shat, a walleye shadzilla. Like that is the you know the that bait changed that bait and that fish changed my life. So yeah. I mean, I got I, behind me. I got a wall full of shadzillas because it's just such. It is my one of my favorite bait, other than a bucktail. And to have him on and to 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 be able to hear about his process and how he got started in it, and just you know that he's just a he's just a regular guy yeah. that's 
that's working just like just like any of us are working you know he's putting out baits and he's busting his rear end to to put out as many baits as he possibly can and just just hearing kind of like the the i guess the grassroots business aspect of it and that's in you know we found that that's really how a lot of these musky businesses are including fat az and you know making all their products that's they all do it themselves yeah that's the cool thing i feel like mike's you know product is it looks so refined oh man yes fully of the quality that you'd expect of like an international brand absolutely they are they are absolutely perfect yeah you know Mm -hmm. there are no mistakes in them and you know like we all we've all i know donnie fishes them a lot you know like they i actually had a uh I had my own monumental moment with the walleye Shadzilla this year myself. Ooh. Not uh, not quite the same size range, but yeah, I caught my very first uh, tiger muskie on a walleye Shadzilla, and then Ooh. also I was by myself and then un- trying to unhook said tiger muskie. Barry took my first hook past the barb. Oh, yeah, Ta-da. that was a, that was a fun day. Uh, Yikes. Yeah, it was a rough one. I don't know what size those hooks are, but I know they fucking hurt. They're sharp. <laughs> uh, they actually, and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they those are pre-sharpened hooks. Oh, because yeah, they're, they're like laser sharp. They're sharp. Yeah. Yes, it was right. Are, it, it, that walleye Shadzilla was right out of the package, actually. Yes, because yeah. I remember when I took I took one of the tubes out of the package up on up on Nipissing, and it still had the the rubber on yeah. the on the barbs. And I kind of missed, you know, as I'm trying to take one of the barbs off, I, and it barely got me. And I was like, holy shit. Like, you know, normally, normally, you know, right out of the box, those hooks are not that sharp. Must ads in this. Yeah. Man. Yeah, that, that, that son of a bitch, I'll tell you what, that, that fish hit the net. It was, I don't know, maybe 25 inches. Uh, it might have been a little bigger than that. It definitely wasn't 30. I, I know it was a sub. It was a, it was a true bumping subs tie. Typical swanky. <laughs> and and while we got skunked, while we got skunked on Lake Nipissing, Nick and I, uh, Nick did get a little bit of action on a on a on a the Bolsey tube, right? Or yep. was that on a Red October? Oh yeah, it was Red October. Yeah, it was one of the, yeah because we're fishing both fish yep. Mike's tubes and Red Octobers between the two of us, and you know. I, that was my first experience fishing tubes. So I uh, shout out to Mike for sending me some of those. I've never, and I that really mess. enjoyed it. I really like the Radzilla too. That's yes. And again, they look gorgeous with the extra paddle tails on them. Yep. A little more Thanks thump. again for sharpening those hooks and the nerve <laughs> damage you caused. <laughs> and the nerve damage. <laughs> the nerve damage. I'm telling you, I ain't even kidding, man. Uh, my hand still hurts. Like, that was in July. St- Tom still blames me. <laughs> Tom still blames me for his thumb his damn being shrink tube for his because of my I'm paralyzed shrink. in my left hand because I wouldn't use the damn epoxy <laughs> shrink tube on the bucktails. You need a freaking like jackhammer to get them all. Laser, yeah, cut, laser to cut off. I just cut ripped towards it your out. chum, not towards your thumb. So I, I learned, I Nick. I learned this. Out. Not to not to interrupt you, ladies, but we had a battle royale right after that. If you oh can boy. remember, possible musky battle takeover, musky battle, musky battle takeover. Jeff, many... also back for the second time. I think our first second time guest. 
how many people did we have on that call? Holy shit. Like nine or ten. Nine at least or ten at some point. All of us. And then five. Joe, of them. Ben, Alex, Jeff, Joe. And Alex. Yeah. So Alex, nine. Joe. Right. That's uh man. I don't know. I don't know what the group. I don't know what the podcast record is, but that's gotta be up there. <laughs> I think we were all there for that. We were. It was like yeah. 10 people or something. Yeah. So that was that was really awesome getting to talk to those guys, talk about the musky battle. You know, Alex is one, Joe, all those guys, really. You know, we, and it went dude, well. Did you see the year that Alex had this year? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. I just like, saw him posted he just posted something gorgeous like leopard print fish that he got. He's been banging on them. Yeah. Banging them. Yep. I've been lucky enough to meet a number of really good fishermen, I feel like, in my life. But I gotta say, uh from from an, just from like a technical fishing standpoint, from a knowledge standpoint, I think Alex might be one of the best all around fishermen I've ever met. Don Sr. would disagree there, but continue. You know, especially if we're talking, you know, people that don't necessarily do it for a living. Well, uh, but I, I saw would put actually, him right I saw, in that I, same category with anybody that does. I just saw I just saw on Instagram today that he's taking like limited guide doing limited guide trips. Alex is. Yeah. yeah. Said it on Instagram. He today. said that at the end of our uh, our second episode. Yeah, it? and it I said didn't... limited. You know, he's, I mean, because he's still working a full time job. I got to see if I can book me a trip. There you go. Let's let's hell book him for the musky battle. Come not on, we'll, we'll, now we're talking. No, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff has that locked down. Oh, yeah. He's letting that go. He would never let that one go. <laughs> would you let, would you, would you pick, not pick LeBron? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'd pick Jordan. Well, Jordan, LeBron, whatever. <laughs> so after we had the Battle Royale, things got a little weird. Okay. Oh, boy. This is, this is the one where I felt like we were going to need to get, Tom a towel. Oh, because yes. Dude, this is next... like the most special night of my fishing. Like, not to shit on the other. I loved every guest we've had, but this is like someone I've literally watched their videos, like, since I, not since I started fishing, but for a decade now, I've watched his videos, I you know? thoroughly enjoyed watching Josie get more and more creeped out as the, was... day, as the oh, podcast yeah. went on. I was going to ask if I could send my book out to you, but I don't want you to read your address because Tom might get it. <laughs> well, I'll give you the address, just not on the freaking podcast. After I leave. 555 Main Street. We, we promise not to share it with Tom. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, guys. Well, Joe, you're always, I know Owen likes to invite all of our guests to Hunks Weekend. We have a little weekend up at our musky lake. Joe, you're invited to Hunks Weekend. The too. weird is still, it's just yeah. to the bitter end. <laughs> We're taking it to the last second. <laughs> always invited. Hunks Weekend. Anyway, well, no, what's, is that a real thing? Yeah. This is yeah. a very real thing. Oh, my God. When is it? Yeah. Usually in the fall. We'll get back to Usually you. In October. Okay. You let, It'll be in October. Let me know. 
I will consider that. I'm not even bullshitting. If I had nothing going on, I just may not be able to resist. The, the open, the invite is open. We'll we'll talk about that between we now and then. We have separate cabins too on the opposite sides of the lake. So you don't have to with, be near with it. locking doors. Locking doors. Good to know. Good to know. All right, all right. I got to get the dad duties, boys. I'll see you, Joe. This has been a blast. Thank you guys. It's been a lot of fun. We'll catch you later. I chalk that one up as the most uncomfortable I've ever been for someone that I've not been in the room with. Oh, come on. We <laughs> still stay in touch, man. He is the in, man. Insert so like cool. insert like the Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, <laughs> Relax, Joe. I just want to take a picture. Take some pictures. <laughs> hey, we definitely. Relax, Joe. I, I told you it's just a two-hour podcast. Joe, it's just, just a podcast. podcast. It's just a podcast, Joe. Wait, Joe. Relax. Wait, Joe. Just I'm... put your underwear on backwards, Joe. I'll have to play some of that, man. But that was just that was so much fun for me. That was probably one of the more epic podcasts I feel like I've been a part of. And he didn't have to that do was... that, man. That is no, someone that's didn't. such a big deal. And he deal thoroughly in the enjoyed it, world. man. Yeah. Big shout out to Joe. His new podcast has since dropped. Yeah. I think it comes out every Friday. Way better yeah. than ours. Cut, Cut and retie. Cut and retie. He's and gonna he's gonna legit sponsor Old Town Canoes. Old, yeah, Old Town Canoes. And he gets he gets sponsors to send him beer to drink in the bunker. We have to buy our own beer. Yeah. But no, Joe, drink. Joe was like uh, he actually I was listening to I think it's episode three, the newest episode. And I was telling you guys before we started recording that there's a conversation that he has with his guest who is a tattoo artist who is not like a well-known fisher fisherman or becoming a well-known name in in tattooing with fishermen you know fishermen and stuff but there's a portion of it where they talk about you know it's not the biggest names that make the best podcasts like joe in his situation where he got a a, a sponsor that trusts him that you know, he can book who he wants. He can book people who he thinks are going to be entertaining, not necessarily the people mm-hmm. that are going to bring in the listeners, you know, mm-hmm. like because of the name, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and it made me think about this, this, our podcast in that, like, that's kind of something that we've, we've worked on doing here, yeah. you know, and, and it, that was a straw, a dude. Man. It wasn't a fart. It uh, was I, a thought straw. The, I thought it was. Oh, okay. I made my floor. Wendy's cup to my other Wendy's cup. Okay, it's a I was straw. Like, Jesus Christ! What? How much noise are you gonna make with that big gulp over I was there? Right? The whole time, I was like, should I mute while I'm doing this? <laughs> nah. Hey, Kelly probably can't hear me. Yeah. I remember one time somebody could. I thought somebody couldn't see me as well. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I was going to say, though, with Joe C, it, all of the stuff that he's like his whole body of work is like very uh, relaxed and like you feel like he's just a good dude to be around. And, you know, he fully proved that when we when he was on. You feel like you're fully. part of the conversation. And it's Although it's, I, I, I must say he missed a good ep- he missed a good opportunity to shout out the musky hunks the other day in in the most recent podcast, because their guest was talking about having caught uh, a tiger muskie, if I'm not mistaken. And, yeah. you know, there was a lot of talk about, you know, muskies in general. And 
I didn't hear one mention of the Musky Hunks podcast. All like, right. hey, you know, go I check us, check out these guys, you yeah. know. But he's way I'll blame Tom on that. Yeah. Tom yeah. creeped them out. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I'm just, te- I'm, you know, Jesus Tom's, Christ. Tom smothered the puppy with too much love. He's way cooler than us. That was the only episode, too, that I had printed notes for. I saved them, too. Oh my yeah, God. you know what? I probably shouldn't have reached out to him because it might have violated Tom's no contact order. Probably. That's probably why you can't even talk about it. Now. Wait, which one ends are the lawyer? <laughs> Allegedly. So, so we had this like banger with Joe Cermelli. And I think too, like some I've had, I had a couple of messages. Like people were like, I didn't, you know, we might've heard his name, but didn't really know yeah, and not like, a big who he guy. was. Just and then a fishing they, guy. Like, no, people, but he's a huge outdoors yeah. fishing guy. Yeah. And it, yeah. I think it's cool that, you know, he came on, talked to us, gave us that time. But then in, in kind of like return, our little small little community of people, even if it's just some random person from Pittsburgh, kind of got the door opened up to listen to Joe mm-hmm. C and be a part Absolutely. of it. I know a lot of people going back, like watching the old hook shots, like what? Yeah. I didn't know these were a thing. Yeah, I've gone back and cool. watched the hook shots and I am yeah. I've listened to every episode of his new podcast because I've you know, you're right. There's kind of an incentive that, you know, that he came on our podcast and we got to know him a little bit but really it was more discovering that he just like what a regular dude he is mm-hmm. I mean, just like a literally tom's out dude. here you know trying to invite him to hunks weekend and everything. <laughs> he probably would have came too and in joe's defense we didn't give him the dates so Tom, we can't say that he he said <laughs> tom's no. like tom's like joe i have invites what's your address joe <laughs> Relax, Joe. Joe. I want you to come to Hunks Weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so after this banger episode, you can watch old hookshot videos together. <laughs> <laughs> While I breathe heavily in your ears, I'll get behind you. <laughs> <laughs> you mind if I get really stoned? <laughs> flying high with Scott Grassi was the next one. Thinking of flying high. Thinking of flying high. <laughs> you guys are scott scott was a scott was a really good guest man oh yeah and he had a really good sense of humor a really good good sense of humor about the whole you know slappers versus gear gear guys and tom tom actually you know that inspired tom to go out with a a slapper recently i did i I got i went out and i did a little slapping myself i was getting by by the end you you slapped oh i slapped i slapped hard and I, Whoa. by the end of, by the end of slapping, I felt like I had a grip on it. Like I could go out there and I could, I mean, granted, I really? went into, I oh, went into it with some fly fishing experience. I wasn't like a total fly fishing idiot. Like what hand does the rod go in? Like I know how to cast like a woolly bugger for trout, but casting a musky fly is way different. Tom's um, musky. Musky fly say. and trolling. Yeah, yeah. Trolling. Yeah. Say, give, give him <laughs> another. He gets out one more time. It's going to be gone. He's cool, I feel like, man. I feel like fly fishing for trout in Pennsylvania is like, I don't even know, bobber fishing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just the weight of the fly, too. Like, I, like when you're casting little trout flies, it's not you're fishing. You're actually like, you yeah, have you're, to you're, do the full. Yeah, man. You're like loading it up and you got right. this, like the, the lines getting tangled around the cleats in the boat and tangled around. Like, I, I was like, man, and he makes it look so easy, too. Like, he's just That's like, whap, whap, whap. <laughs> like i mean why would i want to like have my line well he's good up at in the cleats it. He, it, my... it doesn't get tangled for him but for right. me i was getting tom a little was, tangled tom was yeah. doing it wrong oh uh, yeah i was yeah that's what that yeah 
Long story. You guys, par for the course. I'm trying to think of the name of that movie. Just kidding, uh, Tom. They had. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. His best friend. I can't remember. It was uh, Paul Rudd and oh. Marshall. The heck's Marshall's name? Marshall. Hey, from- man. Huh? I love, I love you, man. man. Yep. I love you, man. Thank you. Whenever they're like, Slapping the bass, man. Oh, yeah, slapping the bass. Slapping the bass, man. Slapping the flies. Slapping the bass. Scott Scott would have been, he would have been proud of me. That was a good, good episode. And I'm glad we did that because that showed that, hey, we're, we're inclusive. We are Mm -hmm. open-minded. Everybody's welcome. Even you dirty fly slappers. You can call us the woke podcast. Definitely woke. (laughs) (laughs) I missed. Just kidding. I missed that yeah. one, dude. I that was probably one of the ones that I was like really because Ryan upset hates about. fly fishermen. No, I really wanted to talk to Scott, and yeah, I sent he sent me a message after commenting on one of my posts. But man, I want to get a chance to talk to him. You know, I, I'm do, not I would love him. watching his. I have full intention. Uh, Good, Nick. Sorry. I just like watching it. You know, I mean, he like tr- seamlessly transitions back and forth from you know Great Lakes trout to. Uh, muskies and kind of like which I do too, and Nick rags on me for, but it's way cooler when Scott does it with a fly rod because he actually catches. Them. Yeah, Tom sucks at it. Yeah. All right, we got to move here because we're we're not anywhere near fifty. The next episode, we had Glenn McDonald, fifty-four bust. Glenn was awesome. Our boy Glenn. Our boy Glenn. Glenn was a fan. Uh, you know, I I say that like Glenn reached out, and that that's what I appreciated the most about it is that. Glenn heard the Jeff episode. He heard the Mike Nabolsi episode from Waterwolf Lures. And Glenn is doing his main, Glenn's main focus is YouTube right now, like a 54 bust. And so he reached out and man, he has been so positive and, you know, just nothing but positivity. And I just, I absolutely love it. And he's, he's continued to listen after being on the, on the podcast. I felt like he really gave, gave our listeners a lot of information on an area that is not easily accessible to our listeners, you know, to our, you know, our, I guess our local listeners, because he's way up in the, you know, above Lake of the woods, you know, Eagle Lake, Laxul, that type of area so but I, I really appreciated him coming on and giving his insight i don't know about you guys yeah man absolutely that was like that was also another fun one and again like you know thinking about this and what we what we've tried to target as far as guests like again i don't know how many podcasts glenn has done you know he's he's done a couple i think he did uh musky road rules was it after but it, i don't know did he yeah, I think I saw him on one. I can't remember which one it was right now, but I know that when we get people like this that want to be here, mm-hmm. that makes it more fun for us, number Definitely. one, and it comes through too, and, and that's the type of guest we want, and I, I think that was also another eye-opener for us, you know, to get guys like that on, and plus, you know, what he's doing on YouTube is is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Love that stuff. Yeah, Glenn, uh, Glenn takes a different approach on youtube than i think are you know the normal youtubers that that because he's he's a lot more he breaks things down in terms of the you know specific diagrams and things like that so he's he's much more educational than 
I don't want to say entertain. I mean, obviously he's entertaining, but you know, he's very educational. If listeners want to learn about fishing, you know, both live bait fishing and, you know, just normal structure fishing, follow 54 or bust on YouTube and uh, you will definitely learn. Yeah. Yeah. So we had, we went from that to a quick chat with Greg Thomas, which Greg actually reached out awesome. to me and asked if he could come on and talk about the musky hunter app. Again, like for us, dude, bunch of nobody bums that just want to get out on the weekend talking to one of the iconic musky fishermen in the industry and Greg Thomas. I mean, dude, that was it was a lot of fun. It was a shorter yeah. one, but the point of that episode was for him to come on and talk musky hunter app. Go ahead, Swinky. I will actually say it was it was when Greg reached out to us about coming on the musky hunks podcast was the first time that I considered buying a microphone because mm-hmm. I thought, you know what? <laughs> Maybe we actually got something going here. I didn't yeah, do it. But you I didn't. Thought... <laughs> Spoiler. And and I, I think it's important to say too, like we don't we don't feel like we're a big deal. We don't feel like we're, you know, putting out all this great content. Oh, we're... speak for yourself. I just got spot lock. You can't fucking talk to me now. Yeah. Well, I think the point though is like when you get is somebody it the like voice Greg, control one. Yeah, I scream. If I scream loud enough, it works. Tom is, cur- Tom is currently using spot <laughs> lock to spot target. Lock. Spotlock trout. Spotlock trout. Yeah, he he tested it on a thirty. Did you put it on, Tom? No, not yet. Why not? I'll wait till the spring. I'm gonna have them do it professionally. Oh, where are you gonna take it for this? Uh, I know. My God, my nemesis. I know, but I got a bunch of other gadgets going on with it, and I'm doing some things, and I don't want to do it. I'm letting them do it. They did a good job with everything. I've had them. We can't get off on this right now because I could go into an hour tangent about why Tom shouldn't do this. We'll save that for another episode. So after after our chat with Greg Thomas, El Cazador de Tigers. That's right. My one of my favorite episodes, and my personal one of my personal favorites because Ryan is just a fascinating dude and you know i just really really enjoyed that one man ryan elizondo another one we stay in touch with i stay in touch with ryan pretty frequently ryan absolutely a couple t-shirts oh yeah that's right talk about talk about (laughs) allegedly and uh, which one of you is the lawyer (laughs) this is amazing and this is why we're doing this (laughs) it is i mean that's what i was gonna say when we brought him up earlier just how cool that is and and the, the relationships just in general, you know, I, I brought up that tiger earlier when I posted that on my Instagram story. I think Ryan was the first one to comment. He's, he was so uh, he might have been more pumped up than I was. You know, and then we yeah, we stay in touch. He sent me a present recently. I have one for Tom, too. I just Ooh. Ryan might see Tom before I do. I don't know. <laughs> he might. You're talking that would mean he's dragging me steelhead fishing, which probably oh, ain't gonna happen. Oh, I meant Ryan Elizondo. Oh, Ryan Elizondo. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He might bad. come steelhead fishing before any of you do, so that probably still would. probably is true. <clears throat> yeah, he, that was cool. He can stay at my house. You can sleep in the driveway. But, That's fair. I like the cold anyway. I like it chilly. That really sleep. was that 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 was that was one of my favorite episodes. So I really enjoyed that one. So yeah. after we had Ryan Elizondo on. We rocked the boat, but we didn't tip it over. That was one with just us. Then you guys had that banger to scope or not to scope. Yes. With, uh, with Alex came back. Yeah, we had Alex McLean back on, and and that was that's actually one of our 
most heavily listened to podcasts in terms of yeah and i wouldn't say you know Looking back on we've, it, no. we've been riddled with controversy. <laughs> that wasn't yeah. shit compared to Looking what would come. On, we, but, did, yeah. we stepped across that line again. Yeah. But Alex was really articulate about the whole situation. He was very knowledgeable because he had fished with LiveScope. He had fished, you know, seen people fishing with LiveScope and, you know, seen the way that they had kind of abused it. He'd been around again, more than any of us had, I think. Yeah. And again, but he was one opinion, you know, we had him on and we said, listen, like we're, you know, Alex, this is his opinion. And, you know, he had every, every reason to back it up, you know, and it was, I thought it was enlightening in terms of the whole live scope versus non live scope debate, hot bucket, hot ticket, hot, hot, what, what would you call that? A hot button. Hot button topic. Hot button. So we go from the hot button, and I'm moving pretty quick here because we're still nowhere close. We had Mike Conklin <laughs> on, which Mike Conklin, Donnie, you got some background with Mike in the glitch. Yeah, that was a good one, too. That was a real good one. Mike's awesome a really good dude, man. He's such Mike's a good dude. Incredible. And he's base. just an easy guy to talk to. Like, you know, I remember us going off, we went off on a tangent for like a half an hour about old WWF matches and stuff. Oh my God, That's I right. forgot about that, dude. Yes. That's right. The Stone Cold Stunner. Captain Insano shows no mercy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so after we got through that one, it was Dave in Minnesota. Dave in Minnesota, again, a sneaky good guest. Oh yeah. Sneaky Great good. Guy. One of the best. So the that was... dude. That keep, was that's probably my personal favorite episode for, uh, you know, uh, sentimental reasons, I guess you could say. But it was really special to me to be able to get Dave on. Dave in uh, Minnesota was Donnie's, like, Joe C for me. I still want to learn more. Yeah. Donnie's the, Reagan, uh, Reagan yeah. Thompson. Yeah, the uh, North Dakota reservoirs he was hitting. Good luck. I think it's fun just listening to regular dudes talk about their fishing trips. Yeah. Right. Because we go go on trips and we hear stories. We tell stories. We hear stories. Like that's all part of this, man. And Dave was like the perfect guest to just round table it and talk muskies. Tell some good old war stories about Donnie back in the day. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. We got some swanky stories. Us us going out there getting skunked. So we went from Dave in Minnesota to Blinded by the Light with Tyler Andrews. Yep. That's another one good of one. My That's another man. awesome one, man. Great, Great dude. dude. The guru. COVID. The guru. Yeah. Donnie had Pretty COVID. Sure I had COVID. Oh, you had COVID, yeah. You lost the belt. Donnie the first I? one of us to get COVID? No, oh, I had it. Well, I got it last yeah. Christmas. Nick's had it like four times. No, yeah, but was Donnie the first one to get it? <laughs> I think that was the first one of us to draw. Yeah, Nick when... got it way before uh, me. Yeah, uh, I was I was number two as always. Uh, and and Tyler's another right one that, that keeps in touch. You oh know, my god! Dave. Yeah, I talk to Tyler almost daily. Absolutely, sometimes. and it's it's so cool because you know he's a guy that's out west. He's a he's one of the Joe Booker disciples, mm-hmm. and the fact that he listens to the podcast and it keeps in touch with us. Uh, Shout out to that. Tyler who made his first sausage the other day. I saw. We're, I saw we're that. Proud of Tyler yeah, for his he first got a big buck. Yeah, <laughs> he got a buck too. And Tyler's one. He's a good example of someone that like led to other relationships because not long after Tyler was on, he's just we're starts, getting there. 
Okay, we're yeah, getting, we're getting jump he ahead, starts Tom. firing off people at us, man. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was, and again, that's like the relationship building. But after yeah. that, we had Brian Scaife and Angling Anarchy, and pretty much all of us know Brian Scaife, YouTuber, absolutely, just amazing content, camera guru, like all that stuff. That was a really awesome discussion we had. Mm-hmm. But we moved from Brian, and we got a little off the rails. We got a little off the rails with. I'm not looking anymore. I'm trying to guess. We got a little off the rails with Bang and Bottom. Oh boy. We had uh, probably one of the funniest moments in the Muskie Hunts pod in the podcast. At least I would say so. I would think so. Our president here in Western Pennsylvania of Chapter 16 Muskies Inc. Our president Joel Morrow. We got into this discussion about footwear. And what did Joel say? Wait, you guys are all talking all this Crocs and Hey Dudes. Let's talk about what Joel wears. Yes, I'm glad you brought that up, Doug. (laughs) (laughs) I could hardly wait to talk here. (laughs) I like to wear no balance shoes. I got two pair of them. They look identical. One's broken. One's getting there. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'll wear. I mean, I have a set of Crocs. But Can I like, ask you why you call them no balance? Because I have no balance. Because <laughs> I have no balance. No balance at all. <laughs> but they're comfy, so I'm happy. Uh, I, I literally have two pair of No Balance and a pair of Crocs. And No Balance gets me everywhere I need to be. <laughs> he goes, well, Doug, I'm glad you brought that up. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> Dude, Joel Morrow might be oh, one thank of the you, Doug. people I've ever met. Dude, he is hilarious. Open I've invitation spent... talked... for the six talk. Yes, we got, we got, we got to get Joel back on. Dude, he told me anytime. He said, "Just call me. We'll do it." And we got to get <laughs> him back on. on. Call him right now. But absolutely, that also you might even have to have a regular segment. So did we... Mark. By yeah. The way. Oh my god, that was a fun one. But then we had something happen. I think we should talk about this a little bit because there might have been some controversy. We don't have to go, I guess, oh, get boy, too deep into here? it. Oh, boy. But we're here. This was, oh, man. I would say probably the most stressful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was some pressure on this one. And that episode was singing the Musky Blues with Joe Booker. Oh. There wasn't any pressure. There wasn't any pressure on that one. Like, Joe, Joe was the easiest guest, I thought, like, you know, I'm talking Joe, leading up to that, yeah, leading up to it. Yeah, yes. Is... We were worried whether or not it was actually like, was this really like, is it serious? Does Joe, is this Booker the right really want, Does <laughs> Joe this... Booker really want to come on to the musky hunks? Podcast? It's like an Elvis impersonator. Yeah. Like a Joe it was Booker. unreal. I was, if, I was, we got the real one about it. I was super stressed. I had to medicate. It was rough. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> We were all like, we were all little just notched up that night. Cause I think, I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, again, we're like five bums from Western PA and yeah. Joe Booker is a living the name. Legend. Anybody knows. And like, even outside yeah. of Muskie. Like, exactly. 
So Joe came on, he graced us with his presence. And again, we had to pull out that towel for Tom. Yeah. Got him. Got a guitar solo. This, uh, when Joe, when you mentioned taking a little bit of a break, does that include maybe playing a little guitar, a little blues music? (laughs) Yeah, that was, that was, that was my last set of questions was how did Joe become the blues master? Well, I can tell you guys, um, I've been playing guitar as long as I've been fishing. Huh? Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know. Oh, man. Yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I've been playing, uh, playing guitar for as long as I've been fishing, almost. Um... Oh, we got the guitar solo. We got a lot of stuff, man. We got like Joe was very positive about our podcast, honestly, and kind of what we were trying to do. And he was very complimentary. And mm-hmm. he was just, we've talked about you can feel if a guest doesn't want to be on the podcast or doesn't want to be a part of it. And Joe, at no moment did I get a feeling that he didn't enjoy being on our podcast. Yeah. Dude, hearing the stories, the gunshot that even came up at Hunk's weekend. Yeah. John senior with the gun. My dad was ready to shoot a muskie. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Boo. We listened to Joe Booker on the way up. He was ready to go. He was all cocked and loaded after that. Lucky we didn't get one over 40. It would have been over. (laughs) That was another, just like, I guess, podcast altering experience for us yeah and yeah. then we get off and with the advice joe. joe gave us like just yeah. at the end man that that changed the trajectory i think for me anyway we get, that, we get off that high and, and then uh, hit a low baby yeah. where do we go right in we the go, gutter right, right in the, in the mud it's typical typical of musky fishing right the yes highest right of highs highs the lowest, the lowest of, lows. of lows exactly donnie boy and uh you know we 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 drew Rug through that one. Uh, we we'll just say we we stepped in it a little bit. I'll I'll take the blame on that one. And, and you know we we had to kind of retract some things. And you know wasn't the the brightest moment in the Musky Hunks podcast history. Didn't have but to. No, we, we didn't, didn't have, have to, to. But but to... I when I say I you know we did and and again I it was the I Hunks face a moral dilemma. That was yes. the yeah. We and, explained that in episode forty-one. Yeah, right. we went from thirty-nine to forty-one. <laughs> like those elevators that skip the thirteenth floor, we skipped the shit. <laughs> we skipped the fortieth floor. We skipped the yeah. And, and then, we went yeah. No worries, because the fortieth floor was shitty. Allegedly, anyway. allegedly, yeah. Yeah, and I just I wanted to say this because this was something that I had heard that I I just didn't feel that was right, you know, about some of this. You know, I I heard a couple of comments that, you know, like we didn't necessarily just want to set the record straight here. Like Joe wanted to come on and do our podcast. Right. Mm -hmm. It had nothing to do with anything else. Yep. Oh, yeah. We didn't like we didn't do anything with like holding on to episodes. We didn't do anything to wait till after episodes to do that 40th episode. 
we were trying to cover recent events and coming off of the Joe Booker episode, you know, we had a plan to talk about some of the walleye stuff going on in recent events because that's what we wanted to do. So for anybody out there that listened to that and came up with some kind of weird little like, oh, there was a plan. Conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory. There was literally nothing to that. We are literally five bums, and I don't even know that we could put a conspiracy. We can't even together. get five people right. on an episode usually, let alone like so, successfully. Let alone figure out some type of conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. and, but, and successfully. I, I wish we were that good. Any of this, I still haven't bought a mic. People. No. Yeah, exactly. Weird timing. Weird timing. Don, Donnie's still not committed here. I will say though <laughs> that that episode had Callan Campbell on, and it was a shame that it got a little bit altered there, but. Kellen Campbell, Mac Discount, local guy, homegrown, Western PA. Just opened up in Monroeville. Yeah, I am baby. Like, I'm, I'm like a puppy with boss. three peckers. Thoroughly fun guy <laughs> to go, boss. go get skunked at Lake Nipissing with. Exactly. So we did have a shining moment from that episode, and I think that was Kellen Campbell. Absolutely. So then we had a little bit of a hunky chunky and a little bit funky with uh, Hunk's Weekend recap. You know, Good not going to say. Not going to say too much about that, but you know, maybe somebody won a belt, maybe somebody didn't. <laughs> yeah, allegedly, it's still the, <laughs> the board's still reviewing it. Uh-huh. It was. I, I actually, if we're really going to go there, I remember throwing a flag on that fish due to uh, <clears throat> some. There was something. What? What is? It? Oh, there might have been some illegal trolling going on. I feel like I remember mm-hmm. rules being broken. How so? Someone, someone's motor might have been uh, uh, over. Oh, we're gonna go there. <laughs> we're gonna go we're there. Runyon. That's low. We're Jake no. Runyon. <laughs> we're getting Runyon. Listen, no. We gotta take the polygraph now. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a flag on you because you weren't the one standing on Tom's boat all day trying not to fall off the dang thing. <laughs> I'm like 210 pounds right now, and the wind was blowing like 30 miles per hour out of the freaking north. A lot of body yeah, and even they thought he had an advantage there. Uh-uh. <laughs> anyway, so that was uh, we did a rando BS session, which we're we're getting good at. We had a boat and woes conversation that was recent, which actually boats. we've we got we get more responses to some of these like random episodes yeah. that don't necessarily have a guest. So, like I, I feel like if people are listening and they like certain episodes or don't like certain episodes, reach out to us on Instagram. Be honest, you know. Blame Tom for anything bad. Yeah, exactly. Blame, you know, you can give any of the other four of us credit for yeah. anything good. And we can any go. Any kind of go. constructive criticism is always welcome. Absolutely. I still think it's crazy. I ended up buying a boat this year. Pretty well. Never Your thought that would owner. happen. On a boat. Now I'm going through the woes part of that. Oh, they didn't even start, my friend. Just so, wait. A- so after that, we talked to Chase Gibson, which was one of our more recent ones. Had a really good, good conversation with Chase. And Again, Chase agreed to wrestle the Baddocks. I be when I grow up. Yeah. <laughs> and Donnie which was my first, which was my first mess, missed episode. Oh. So do I get like the the best attendance award? Belt? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna, we get a lot of belts to buy. So Owen's claiming, Owen's claiming this attendance thing, but we've moved more than one episode because Owen couldn't make it. I was thinking about that. 
So this we perfect moved we've, moved, we've moved episodes because everyone couldn't make uh-huh. it. Allegedly. I'm shooting for the worst attendance record. That's yeah, what I'm No, after. Nick's there for sure. Got it. Yeah. It's probably but Nick said, with me scraping at a close second. Yeah. <laughs> the last two guests we've had, because I'm gonna skip the whole of my shirt episode. <laughs> we did Ben Stone, which nobody's doing better editing, in my opinion, than Ben Stone. On we YouTube. Have, Ben's just who, a good dude. Ben He's should edit the podcast because we blew Ben's another one. one. I would have Ben on this podcast any day of the week just to shoot the shit. He's you such know, a, good a really dude. good dude. Yeah. And then we can talk about this too because we haven't released it yet and this is going to come after. But we also have. They'll hear it by now, by this one. Jake Latkovic. Yeah. Local Very boy from PA. One. Three hours almost. I'm Three editing hours. it right now. And that was an extremely fun one because anytime we get a local boy, things get things get a little weirder than normal. Mm-hmm. I love it. So was that's there, was there another cat fight about about Kennywood? No, hmm. no, we did we did get into a little Pittsburghese. We explained a little Pittsburghese. Uh, you'll hear it. You didn't get to hear it. They didn't hear it yet. They get to hear it as listeners, Donnie and Nick. Yeah. Did you go? Did you break down? You know, the geographical breakdown between yins and yiz. Eh, we did a little. Kinda. We did a little. little. We did a little. You have to wait to listen to it. <laughs> by now, it'll be out there. But yep. or by the time. Awesome dude, though. Because his, so, his bait is named the Shadonat. Shadonat. Yeah. And he, he was sending me pictures, I think, yesterday or the day before. He has a bunch of baits made, and he's thinking about getting a booth. He said that we motivated him to get a booth. That's awesome. So. Good for Jake. He sent now me I, some badass wait, looking he, fire he tiger ones. Max this year. He said he's thinking about doing it. He's stalking up now. He sent me a picture of like five or six badass fire tiger shad gnats. And he said he's gonna do like pick like a couple like a half dozen colors out, you know. Do the twitch baits, the shad baits, and maybe get a booth. Nice. I told him do it. That's I awesome. Agree. So I wanted to try to get through that because I want to circle back around while we still have a few minutes here. Yeah. Because some of us had some some other moments that we probably didn't cover. And I want to send a shout out really quick to our honorary hunks. Oh, yeah. Because that's yes. important, too. Because Mark King, Nate Buddha Buddha Nate Bud. Nate with the Steeler hat. Yeah. Nate the Yenzer. Our boy Nate and our boy Mark King. And who else is an honorary hunk? Corn and Don oh, Senior. Corn. <laughs> corn and Don Got a lot of the people loved I corn. I told corn loved that the people loved them. I kept telling them like corn, the people want Callum. more corn. Didn't we introduce Dave as the first honorary yeah. hunk? Yeah, yeah. Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> but we treated Minnesota. we treated Dave as more of a guest. Yeah. As an honorary hunk. Like Dave we, we, got actually an had the, we actually had the episode name Dave in Minnesota, not Dave the honorary hunk. Yeah. He got his own Davis is on. He got it all. He got the Mark, Mark got his own episode too, but we've brought Mark back, I guess. Oh, to, I've, I've yeah. mentioned these are all people that are part of the hunks mm-hmm. first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they're related. You know, they are yeah. tied in entities to us. Are you talking about Hunks Nation? Is that what uh, you're talking about? I like, you know, with this. No, my son, my son's really into like the Marvel shit right now. So like I've been watching <laughs> a lot of the Marvel stuff and like there's this whole Marvel universe that 
people talk about you know like all these things that are inner everything is like inner inner interchanged do you does nobody else watch any movies oh yeah oh, i've watched them all Nixon, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped right now universe. we're like the avengers this is where yeah. we're going with this and so that's what i mean like the, the you know the hunks verse yeah that's where the the next hunks weekend is the the ultimate team up oh yeah <laughs> so shout out to our honorary hunks that have been with us the entire time Oh, yeah. On this 50 episode journey of us being complete idiots on this podcast. Yep. Does that make our nemesis Thanos? Is that the is that the guy on the other podcast? <laughs> sure. Yes. <laughs> That'll be the code name. Lex Thanos, Luther. but with a chain wallet. Like not as cool. <laughs> not as wow. <laughs> oh my god, dude. That got real real quick. <laughs> Oh God! Here we go again. All right, so I want to circle <laughs> back around here. What oh, does anybody else have any favorite moments from from Hunk's podcast? Yeah, just the people we've met. Like I never like five years ago. Like if you told like I keep using like Joe C as an example or like Joe Booker, but like even like Tyler and the Baddocks. Like if you told me I'd be talking to these people five years ago, I'd be like, nah. Like when I was an idiot stand, like I, I'm still an idiot, but when I was like at Dick's Sporting Goods looking at like the, the bucktails and the bulldogs, like not knowing a thing. Like if you told me I was going to be talking to like Booker, I'd be like, okay, yeah, right. And then we did. And it's like, it's kind of bizarre. Like I, sometimes I feel like I don't deserve to be like talking to Joe Booker or like some of these people, but it's awesome, man. I don't, I don't take it for granted at all. So let me, let me just tell you. Tom has made fun of me in the past and given me a hard time about talking about five-year plans and kind of always having, you know, looking, looking ahead. And for probably at least six months to a year, we had kind of been talking about a podcast. You know what I mean? Like sort of just joking, like stupidly. Yes. Like just kind of, Oh, let's record a podcast, you know, just, but the more you talk about things like that, and the more you speak them into existence, the more like they are prone to happen. And I've found that. And as the oldest person on this podcast, I'm going to tell you at 45 years old, it continues to work. Like if you think positive and you talk to your friends and you, if you're around people that are, that are, you know, like-minded and have positive things to do, you know, in their, in their head, like you can, if you just like put your mind to it and just like say, let's do this, you know, that's, uh, that's really how I look at this because I didn't know any of you guys five years ago. Yeah. You know, none of you guys. And I now consider all of you guys, some of my closest friends, you know, in terms of people yeah. that I keep in touch with on a daily basis and, you know, and, you know, to have that, type of i guess change in you know friendships and relationships i mean that's that's a pretty significant thing to have happen about a stupid podcast you know and so i just want to say thank you to you guys for yeah you know being you know sticking sticking with me through this whole thing oh dad thanks hey (laughs) i mean i i only caught one freaking muskie this year so i'm like the worst person in the world to talk about muskie fishing in terms of actually knowing what the hell i'm talking about not a bad batting average though because it's not like you went out a hundred times no i did not 
but uh, but my my six days on Lake Nipissing would would lower that <laughs> yeah, average well, pretty good. Yeah, yeah no, nobody knew about that one. But uh, you know it. I you know thank you guys. I mean mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it's been a blast. Oh yeah, sounds like we're retiring. It's that that sounded like a retirement speech. <clears throat> no, yeah. no, no, no. That's kind of like <laughs> Hold on. is that an option? <laughs> no, it's kind of like hey, you know what? It, I could I can't believe like fifty. 50 episodes we've actually done all this stuff and that even when we do these episodes of just the five of us people still listen yeah yeah i still i mean the fact of the matter is that like yes our joe booker episode the joe Sermelli episode some of the bat the baddock brothers though some of those episodes are definitely the higher um downloaded but like it ain't it it's not like people are turning it off when when it's just us listening i mean just us talking I mean one that the, like yeah. One of the first like times that we realized like someone was listening, like I was like right around the lore swapo, and I remember I came to your house and I was in like the kitchen with your wife, and she was like, "So you guys are doing a podcast now?" Like she kind of said it like like scared for us in a way. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, I guess like someone's listening to it." And she's like, "That's weird." I still remember that's what she said. She was like, "That's weird." I'm like, "I know it's really weird, isn't it?" <laughs> I was impressed how many people at the lure swap had already heard, you know, episodes and were given like points and critiques and stuff. It was, it was a lot of people. Yeah. And that was only, you know, I mean, we weren't many episodes in at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I remember looking through the suggestion box and there were a lot of cards that said it's really good, less trout talk, yeah. things yeah. like that. You know? <laughs> yep. I threw those ones in the garbage. <clears throat> I got to say, you know, one of my favorite episode points was Don Sr. being a part of an episode because, oh, yeah. like, he just, he's just like a, a blast. And, you know, just, it was just so much fun, man. Because he, he came on to recap on the Hunks recap, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hunks weekend, Hunks weekend recap. recap. Yeah. That was a blast. I loved when he said, I made Vance, made Vance look, good. look good. Right. <laughs> Did you I guys know you about that fifty? Oh, yeah. I want to. I want to oh, ask. Oh, you didn't oh, listen Muskie to our last episode. We talked all about it. <laughs> we got to. We got to like ask the, him. You that. were the main star. You're the star of our last episode. I know. I listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What did it feel like? What did it feel like, senior, to hold a fifty? Uh, it felt pretty good. You. I saw that picture. You and Donnie. That was a special one. It was. It, it was. It was awesome. I. Uh, I made Vance look good. I made him look good. <laughs> you, you make everyone look good, man. That make booth at the next show is going to look good with your picture yeah. on it. I can't wait to get that thing into Greece. <laughs> we got to have it. <clears throat> we got to have a dad's episode at some point. Yep. Where we have dads on to tell their stories about us as kids fishing and stupid stuff we did and whatever could do that i feel like i'm gonna have a heck of have heck of a time getting my dad on a podcast yeah. <laughs> just don't tell him it's a podcast bring dan yeah Sit him down. Yeah. yeah maybe i'll just bring dan out he can be my <laughs> my, my dad yeah surrogate dad for the podcast yeah. perfect i will say this you know you guys i think we initially started talking about this i might have been one that was had some reservations up front I think it's mostly because of the time factor. Uh oh. Because a lot of the time, 
that I had, I was spending on YouTube videos, which I've since taken my foot off the gas on. But what I'm finding is I'm looking forward to these, these episodes on this podcast every week. And it's turning into more of an outlet for me, almost like fishing is, you know, and I think for me looking at this and and being a part of it, I think it's something special to me, even though, you know, it, it doesn't matter how many listens we get, you know, that's never mattered to me. Same with views and stuff on YouTube. Like that's never mattered to me, but it's always for the, that one or two or five people that really enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like being a part of this, being a part of something special, having something to look forward to, especially getting into winter, you know, this is, this is something that I, I, I value. And it's, it's almost like it's part of your life now, you know, where, you know, you're going to schedule that time to sit down and podcast during the week. So, you know, I'll, I'll just, I'll kind of echo Owen here, you know, like, took a little bit to get started and get going but once we did i feel like this is this is something that's extremely fun and i i look forward to this weekly yep. so i'll thank you guys for that and really just thank all of our guests for coming on and making it interesting too because you know without without guests and without us making the time to do this like we don't mm -hmm. have a podcast so and yeah. and let me tell you just going back to both musky max and the new york show just how impactful it was um, having people come up to us and say that they're listening oh, and yeah. that, that they're impacted. All it takes you is know, one person to do that. Literally. Like, you know, and, and I know Nick, the, the one of the most impactful, you know, people to come up to us at Musky Max was Ryan Chavara. Yeah. Um, and, you Shout know, out time machine. Go, absolutely. Go eat time machine. And I stopped by. I stopped by Time Machine. That's T H Y M E mm -hmm. Machine, uh, and it was the most amazing breakfast sandwich I've ever had. And I think I mentioned this on the Jake Lackovich podcast too. But you know that it's it's a you make connections with people, and the fact that he listens to the podcast and you know connects to what we're talking about just really. I don't know. The whole thing just kind of like makes you realize like we're we, even though we sit here and we're just looking at each other and and talking, there are people out there that are actually listening to this and that actually, you know, really enjoy it. And we really appreciate that. You know, what's crazy to me about that, too, is I, I met Ryan when I was out fishing. And <clears throat> the funny part was I had one of my buddies with me who caught his first muskie that day. And Ryan was where'd like, you, where'd you meet him? Like a muddy Creek. Yeah. You don't have to beep it out. I, 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 everybody knows I fish muddy Creek in the winter. Now but, I got to beep too. Oh, great. So I, I, I was fishing with my buddy and I met Ryan and I started talking to Ryan because I was fishing there and Ryan was fishing there the same day as I was. And, you know, like I remember after like talking to him a few times, he came up to me and Swink, Swink, you were there that day. You were there with me that day. Ryan came up to me and he said, dude, I caught my first muskie. And, you know, pictures and everything. And it was just like, that's the kind of stuff, man. It, mm -hmm. I, I love I love when this happens. You get to meet somebody, guys that just want to go out and fish and have fun. And then, you know, then then I hear that he's listening to the podcast and stuff. I mean, that's yeah, 
that's that's the main reason I feel like we do this. It's mm-hmm. to establish relationships and and really get to meet people that are in the industry or not in the industry, just out there fishing and having fun and, and enjoying it. That's that's something that I really love about what we're doing with this. I gotta say something that I'm kind of I don't want to say proud of, but like we haven't exploited um, like the podcast at all in terms of we haven't gotten anything you know like we haven't asked for anything like you know from from anybody like we've you know like we haven't asked for any baits to review or i don't want to say that like to review but like we haven't asked for you know we haven't i don't know does that no make spo- any sense no sponsorships yeah. we're not we're not trying to get minkota or hummingbird but, but we're open or, to the harbor freight deal if you're still listening yeah, yeah i mean harbor freight harbor freight Blackstone. <laughs> blackstone if yeah, you're but, out there, no, no. I mean, it, it, this is us. This is all us, and I think we've talked about this. We've agreed, like we really don't want sponsors, you know, aside from Big except O's. Harbor Freight. If you're out there, Harbor Freight, yep. Harbor Freight, Big O's, Bucktails, Blackstone, Blackstone, <laughs> Costco, Costco. Uh, but like, that's not us. You know, that's not what. That's not us. Like, we don't. We don't need sponsors, and unless you're Harbor Freight. And keeping in mind too, like unless you're Harbor Freight, uh, keeping in mind too that. <laughs> That uh, you know, we're not making any money off of this. We got a hundred <laughs> unless Harbor Freight wants to pay us. Yeah, unless Harbor Freight wants to kind of check that. We'll talk Harbor bills. Freight. Wah, wah, wah. So yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying, Owen. Like this is this is us being oh, I'll use right. an IT term that you used earlier today. Organic, organically grown. As they say in the world of IT. Yep. As they say in the world of IT. In the biz. Allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> Which one of you is the lawyer? <laughs> allegedly. Oh my god! Oh man, Dude, it's been a wild ride the last year. It's been yeah. over a year. And Nick's yeah. been trying to get away since we've been holding him hostage since like episode six. He's been trying to escape. No, we we wanted to kind of have like a a year episode, remember? But we we missed out on missed that it. for whatever reason. But uh. Yeah, episode 50 seemed like a decent time to stop and recap what we've done so far. And when, what was the date of our first episode? September 26th, 2021, if I'm not mistaken. That's... Jeez. Yeah, I, I never wanted to throw Nick under the bus like this, guys, but he did try to solicit me a while back to start a rival podcast, <laughs> The Musky Studs. Oh, called it. It would be just Donnie and I just don't do anything. Breathing heavily into fishing. the microphones. <laughs> you <laughs> just go it's like, you ever see the movie Forgetting Sarah Marshall? That's like my all time favorite movie. He's uh, like, no, do less. Do, do less. Do less. <laughs> so here's one the, the September 26th. Uh, the loser next year at Hunks Weekend has to get that date tattooed on them like a wedding uh, date. No, no, we're, we're not, not doing this. Goofy stuff. Listen. <laughs> You tried to do that this year and you Listen, lost. We know. No, no, no. Wait a second. And you should have taken You guys are wait. No, no, no. Yeah. Wait. Mark no. King. Mark King. Uh one of the one of the renowned hunks, you know. What the hell do we call Honorary Hunks? hunks. Honorary on. Hunks. He has made the Hunks plaque, man. Like he's made like the Hunks trophy. It's the Hunks no weekend belt, trophy. It's, pretty sweet. it's official. It's no belt. Yeah, so he like there's, wood. you don't we don't need to do tattoos. We don't need to do these weirdo 
jackass stunts. Am I going to get a ceremony for 2022? You didn't take the bet. We have actually about yes. Actually yes. Okay. All right. Banners. Winner, can we winner 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 of Hunks weekend previous year gets to plan dinner just like the Masters champion um gets to plan dinner of next Hunks weekend. Like the Masters champ. Okay, so the 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 champion Nobody, of last yeah. year's Master Masters no. gets to gets Nobody to plan golf tradition. Golf. It's it's a major tra- <laughs> tradition that you get to plan the Masters champion dinner. Like you don't like have to, punishment. you don't have to cook it. Know, you just have to dude. say, "Here's what I want." Well, I just want the same thing as we had last year. But oh, that's no fun. <laughs> no, yeah, steak and spaghetti. Yes, absolutely. We'll talk about that. That's the tradition. <laughs> Freshly the tradition. caught frog legs out of Canada <laughs> Lake. No, I'm just talking about you know maybe we can get some banners. Like Tom gets a banner for the first year. Ooh. Maybe maybe Ryan gets a banner for 2022. We hang them from the ceiling, from the rafters at the yeah. Dota at Camp Dota. Oh yeah, get a little ceremony, a little music playing, a little "We Are the Champions." Everyone can have their yeah. You can have your your kind of your theme song or your bottle of champagne anthem. that I can spray all over everybody. What's in September twenty sixth? Tattoos okay. for all the losers. No tattoos. <laughs> We're not doing that goofy stuff. Yeah. I like that idea actually unfurling of the banners from the uh, from the rafters. Yeah. So I'll I'll say one more thing. Every we haven't done it since COVID, but years back we started a tradition over Labor Day, Labor Day weekend. Group of friends, we always did a hockey tournament. And my brother-in-law has a giant garage over here where I live. He's only a couple blocks from me. We built boards. We have like a goalie net with a goalie light. We got cameras, GoPros. We do like a two-on-two tournament. Shot regatta. Exactly. And we did this for years and years and years. And every year he got a banner to hang in his garage. And to this day, and I actually, since we, the last year that we did it, I was on a winning team that got the hoist our trophy. And we have a full, like three, four tiered trophy and everybody has their little name plaques on it and everything We're doing that for like 10 or 12 years. And I think we should take some of that and merge it in with hunks weekend. Let's do it. Yeah. If you you find out how how we where they get that made or you know how oh yeah how you get something done like that let's do it gonna do banners I yeah. think so, I think so that your wife simple. and kids can stare at it all year no say, no, no they'll stay wrapped up can... they'll stay wrapped up all year oh, okay until hunks weekend and then we unfurl them you got a twenty five foot ladder up there. I'm crawling out on the 25. banner. I don't know what it is, dude. But when I'm it in the sure loft, LA 25. Whenever I'm in the no. loft, it feels like a long way down. No, like, like it ain't. It's like yeah, like ten maybe. Oh, that makes me sound like I don't no, know. No, it's probably eight. Yeah, it's it's got to be eight because I I can reach up there and. You're I talking from the first floor to the ceiling. Yes. Eight feet. I can no. I can no. reach up. I can reach Not up to the ceiling. Not to the ceiling. Not living room. For the next construction project at the at the Dota Owen, what do you think about a water slide from the loft to the lake? There you go. Huh? <laughs> we no, we huh? have you've we, got no, the fall. Talk, no, we've talked about a um zip line. A zip line. Absolutely. Ooh, I like we've that. talked about a zip line. That's that has been That's talked about a number of, of times. But I don't know that I don't know that geometrically 
it could happen without like a stop. Like you'd have to go from my house down to like my parents' house to have a stop. And then my parents' house. No, you go straight from your house to the lake. You'd be hauling ass. You'd be doing like 80 (laughs) by the time you go. That's fine. Tuck and roll. Take it, build the end pylon like into the dock. Into the lake. Well, and like just let, on the dock, so you can just bail and then bail out that, into the lake, into, the lake into that six inches of water. That's exactly right. Right into the, the weeds. I'll, I'll have to talk to my insurance carrier about that one. Yeah. You better, you better That's spray a, some weed killer there too, or else we're gonna <laughs> drown. It's more of an ask forgiveness before permission kind of thing. Well, what else? What else do we have here? Any other moments from Hunk's podcast? Uh, we got to get on our shirt retailer and get some shirts made for Musky Max. I can do it on my my little cricket here, but that's going to take me like a week to do one. Nah, we'll 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 get we'll get some merch made up if if there's any interest. Yeah. All right, so people need to go out to Instagram and let us know cuz I know Greg Calismo yeah. was like I want a shirt. Yeah, go to go to Instagram, let us know. Hit up Musky Hunks at at the Musky Hunks. Um let us know what you'd like to see. Let us know what you like about the podcast, what you don't like about the podcast. I mean, gosh, we're 50, we're 50 episodes in. We've done the biggest guests from Joe Cermelli and Joe Booker to absolutely small nothing, town, hometown but, heroes. But us, but us just talking. And then the very, you know, the, the in between, which is like kind of like our regular guests, like the guys that aren't the big timers, but they're people that we know and we want we find interesting. Tell us what you want, you know. If anybody knows any famous people that aren't named Joe, we'll consider it. Yeah. Yep. And again, we prefer him to be complaints. Yeah. Complaints to, to Tom. Kind of locked in on the Joes. On 50 episodes, we still go completely off the rails at the end, so some things never change, I guess. That's right. Mm. I used to bail out, but now I've been sticking in there. Owen's like, it's it's 10.05, time for bed. Kids gotta go to bed. (laughs) Well, boys, I don't know what else we have here. Nope. I think we've we've kicked it. Kicked it Mm -hmm. like a kicked the dead horse here. Then if we didn't talk about anyone, it's not because we didn't like you. It's just we forgot about you. I'll still, <laughs> I'll still throw the the gauntlet out at the the baddicks that uh, that a raptor will do everything that a whatever those are that a bar fighter will do. Bar fighter, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, whoa! I don't I'd know. like to see I'd that. I'd like to see. Yeah, I'd like to see the uh, baddicks come to Hunk's weekend and show you how it's done with a couple bar fighters. Yeah. Yep. I'm open. I'm open to demonstrations. But that would mean that Nick actually has to come to Hunk's weekend this week. Oh, yes. yeah. yeah. He's one for three so far. Not a good. <laughs> Oof. That's not a good luck. I think I was Yikes. in Canada this year. He'll be in Canada next year, too. Can mm-hmm. we we'll see what next year brings? Yeah. October and April are my two worst months of the year. You know what's funny is if Tom was like, guys, I'm not going to be able to make it this weekend. You know, Nick would be there in five oh. minutes flat. <laughs> He'd be there. Like, where are you, Tom? Like, where, are you, Tom? where were you, Tom? Where are you at, Tom? <laughs> <Your> Tom. <laughs> Can't believe you missed it, Tom. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. All right, boys. Well, hey, I've appreciated the last 50 episodes. I can say that. Oh, yeah. 50 more.
If Tony can stay awake and if Nick shows up. 50 more, I'll get a mic. Yep. 50 more. That's uh that's what we're shooting for. We can't find a mic on Mac.bid. Jeepers creepers. I keep getting outbid by you jerk <laughs> customers. <laughs> Stop buying stuff on Macbid. Stop bidding on microphones. That's not a good look for a manager there, buddy. Addition on your customers. What? I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> sure you are. We value every customer here at Mac Discount. Nice save. We'll get Looking like you. a true pro staffer. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, boys. To 50 more. Yeah. All right, boys. Hey, right, boys. Till next Thanks, time. Thanks, guys. Peace.